Ladies and gentlemen, get your popcorn ready, sit back, relax, because it's about time for chatting with George Noonan. Oh, yeah. here at Larry's house waiting for him to show up with Nutty Pumpkins. I don't want to insult anyone's intelligence, but Nutty Pumpkins are hazelnut and pumpkin from the Dunkin' Donuts. And Larry came in and he had a look of surprise on his face and he told me, you're drinking the Dunkin' Donuts that almost wasn't. The lead story here, folks, is that Larry Burns almost beat up a Boy Scout today. Please tell me how that happened, Larry. I did. That wasn't. You, that's what you got. That is that's the lead how, story that's, that's out of what, what I, I told you. That's what I took out of it. All right, yes. folks. So here's the deal. <laughs> uh, tonight is a UFC event uh, for the UFC fans who who follow that. Uh, there's a nice event on tonight. So the uh, the Fight Club, let's not talk about it, um, getting together. Um, and I usually, especially during the nice weather, I like to cook burgers out on the grill uh, for these occasions. So I haven't got the burgers yet. I ran down to the the fine stop and shop in Stoneham, getting all the the stuff together, putting everything in the cart. I go and I scan out, realized I forgot my wallet. So to my surprise, I was like, oh, shit, what do I do? So I walk up to the the kid at the counter over by the self-checkout. I ask him, I forgot my wallet. What, What should I do? And I go, can I just leave this with you? I live right up the street from here. I'll grab my wallet and I'll come back. And he was like, yeah, it's no problem. So I go to my car. As I'm walking out, there's a bunch of Boy Scouts that like pretty much block my path when I'm coming out. There was three of them, just to be fair. And that's a fair fight. <laughs> yes. And there was a uh, you know a you know guy, a full grown man dressed in a uh, a Boy Scout outfit. Which I mean, I I don't think I need to say anything else about that. But anyways, the kid's like, "Hey, Mister, would you like to buy some popcorn?" And I was like, "I don't have any cash." So I walk by, I go to my car, I'm getting in my car, getting ready to drive home to grab my wallet. I realized, wait a second, this is 2022. There's technology. I have my card on my phone. And I was like, holy shit, this could just be crazy enough to work. So I go back in and I tell the kid I have my my card on my phone. No problem. So he already checked me out and he has the... the uh, the slip and he keeps trying to scan it. Naturally, there's a problem with the scanner. So he's there for about 15 minutes trying to scan it. And then he goes and asks like five different people that he works with about the scanner. And they all tried and no one could do it. In the meantime, you have the people at the self-checkout. All you hear is assistance needed. Assistance needed. Everyone's screwing up doing what they're doing. And then this girl, of course, complains. 
And she's like, oh, my God, I tried to scan this five times and it's not scanning. And I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? Did I she look like Paul McCartney? Because she certainly sounded like Paul McCartney. Did she? No, wouldn't Paul McCartney be like, I tried to scan it, but it wouldn't work. That's exactly what you just did. No, I went, oh, my God, I tried to scan it. <laughs> well, she's a girl. She's Paula McCartney. She's Paula McCartney? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or she could be, what, Sarah McCann? She's, <laughs> you could do anything in the can. I don't care. <laughs> so anyways... Finally, the guy just goes, you know what, just, I'm going to void this out, just rescan it yourself. So I said, okay, great. So I rescanned everything and I said, here it is, the moment of truth. Come on, technology, don't fail me like you've done so many times. And it wasn't the technology, usually it's me. <laughs> but the uh, the technology worked. Hey. So I get my stuff, I thank the kid, tell him sorry. Uh, he's like, oh, no problem, we got it. Walk out, as I'm walking out, the same Boy Scouts surround me. Again, would you like to buy some popcorn, mister? And this time I go, can I scan it with my phone? And the kids look at me, heads tilted. And of course, uh, friggin' Wilbur dressed in the in the full outfit. He's like, no, you can't. And I'm like, well, I don't have any cash like I didn't two seconds ago. So that's how George got. I beat the, the shit out of Boy Scouts. Well, a, a verbal beating, a verbal thrashing, possibly. I would have <clears> gave <throat> them if I honestly, if I had cash, I would have gave them money. I know, I know you would. That's why because they're funny. gonna probably need it for the mental anguish they're gonna get from freaking Wilbur. Hey, baseball managers wear the uniform. Why can't Boy Scout? Uh, I don't know. There's <laughs> something different, I guess. Baseball is the only sport that does that, right? No, as a as a hockey coach, when I coached high school, I used to dress up in a full uniform in the back and. You know, had the I used to take teeth out and yeah. everything, and that's that's, that's yeah, the motion, that, that's that is the only. But that really is the only sport. I, I wonder why they do that. It doesn't. They're not going to pinch hit for anybody. It's a great. That's a great question. You know, they're not um, going to bring him in the ninth to close it out. Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden the manager's like, "Shit, this is an emergency. I need to go in the game." <laughs> that never happened. But yeah, that's that's a great question. I have, really have no idea. But um, I, I have to be honest with you. You called me and said, "Hey, listen, I'm ready to go. We, we're how close are you?" You go off to get the coffees. I was not going to get the nutty pumpkin. I was just going to get the the regular pumpkin. That's the Jeopardy thing. This is woman. She went, the, the the answer was was Virginia, right? So this one person said, "What is West Virginia?" And and they said, "No, you're wrong." And then she goes, "What is regular Virginia?" Like she didn't know to just say Virginia. It was the funniest thing ever. She's one of my favorite people. She's actually in the tournament champions. But did she say it like that? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah. She got something. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Was it? And she always answered like a question. Well, I guess it is a question. She's like, "Is it regular Virginia?" Like, so she was asking if she was correct. Her name's Margaret. Yeah, she's awesome. And she, but she was, yeah, she was trying to differentiate West Virginia from Virginia, but she couldn't. She didn't know to just say Virginia, so she said regular. But and they've actually made questions now using regular Virginia as the. Virginia in the question. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it, she's in the tournament champions. I came with her name's Margaret. Watch it for her. She's awesome. But I digress. I was just going to get regular pumpkin with almond milk. You you threw me the curve with nutty pumpkin and oat milk, which I love as well. So I guess it worked out for a reason because you weren't getting nutty or oats. I ran on the I ran on onto the the nutty pumpkin by mistake. Um, it sounds gross. I don't know the whole nutty thing. It's just it reminds me of that part in, uh, um, what is it? Oh my God! What's the movie with uh, Michael Myers? Not the, the the killer, Mike Myers. Austin Powers. Yes, yeah, Austin Powers. Where he, he goes, it's nutty or something like. <laughs> so it just reminds me of that because they were talking about poop. That man. <laughs> but um, who does number two yeah. work for? 
Tom Arnold, everybody. So every time I think about that, uh, you know, it's it just, I don't know, Nutty Pumpkin, it just sounds gross, but, you know, well, like, like a deuce, a pumpkin, pumpkin yeah, deuce. Pumpkin but, bust a nut. That's yeah. Name, I don't know. Yeah, well, it could be that too. I didn't think of it that way, but, but now you, you just, are now. Now you just <laughs> double killed it for me. Is that yeah. really, is that really oat milk? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm trusting you. I don't even know where you got it. For all I know, you made it, you made it out back yourself. Hey, you know, it's the, what's it called? The secret sauce. The <laughs> secret sauce. <laughs> Nutty pumpkin with the secret sauce. Certainly is. I like the nutty pumpkin. I like the idea of hazelnut and pumpkin. I I make it at home too when it's really good. And this podcast is off to a rip roaring start, is it not? (laughs) Yeah, you have to, man, because it's like I said. I came in. I came back here like a house of freaking fire. So (laughs) I was like, I was telling George, I'm like, how how you know I caused my own freaking problems so many times. It's just you know forgetting my wallet and then forgetting that I actually have the card on my phone. I never do that. I never pay by phone. I never do. But now I know that I can. So maybe I'll forget my wallet a lot more. Why? I I have never. I have not seen cash in years. Like I don't even know if cash is the same. I I, I couldn't tell you because I I never use. Oh, I cash. never have it on me either. I mean, I try to keep. A but you little use bit. the actual card. Yeah, I use my card. I scan my card. But I didn't know. I'm like here. I am. You know, thinking. Oh my god, I got it on my phone. So yeah. it's the best. If if I'm driving around, I if I don't have my wallet on me, I know for a fact I can eat at. And this is just Apple Pay. It's not even like the cards that are stored because you have. I have like two. I think I have. Well, I think I have a card stored in my in my thing. But you can use it any way you want. It's. I just sometimes forget that I can use the actual credit card, not just only my debit card or Apple Pay. I have all my stuff on there now. I've realized I have movie tickets, like upcoming movie tickets. I have in yeah. there. I have um, save to wallet. That's yeah, what that is when I went to the Comic Cons. Um, you know, I, I still have those tickets in there that I used. I mean, it's like I never in a million years. I mean, sometimes I even forget that I have those stored. Right. So, And that's the point. You you were in a rush to go home and get your wallet so you could get your car, actual yes. card. Man, this is still going eight, mile, <laughs> eight miles an hour, isn't it? Now, you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned Comic-Con. You yes. and I went to the Boston Comic-Con. We did. And you yourself went to the horror Comic-Con in Dedham? The Silver Scream, it was called, and it was in um, it was at the, the Doubletree Hotel in Danvers, Mass. Danvers. And I'm assuming that the Michael Myers character was involved. Otherwise, you would not have been there. So please tell me, because I saw your pictures. I don't know who took the pictures, because usually I'm the one taking them, but I wasn't. So tell me about the horror. I call it the horror con, but you, it's the scream. What's it called? The, the Silver Scream. I like it. It was cool. It came. It really came along, uh, kind of fast. Um, you know, I was at an event. Uh, a good friend of mine, Andre. Uh, he's the one that cuts my hair. George can see it. I just got a cut today. It looks marvelous. He's pointing to it for you. Yes. Guys. You're very um, so he's the one that that <laughs> like he doesn't know where your head. We don't know where your hair is. He's head. the one that helps me look halfway <laughs> decent in life. But um, so I was at an event and uh, I met his brother, who is on Instagram. His name is Tyler, and this kid is a horror guru man he's got uh thousands of followers he always uh posts different things uh you know different movies he has like all these collections the kids like i you know i'm just like a a horror you know starter kit compared to him who's just like he's got full-blown everything so i sat down had a chance to talk to him and he brought it up to me he's like hey you know i'm i'm going to a a a horror convention or horror comic-con in danvers on Sunday, uh, you know, you should check it out. And I thought about it for a second, and, I'm, and you know, it just kind of passed me by on my thoughts. I was like, whatever, you know, uh, maybe I should do that. It sounds pretty cool. 
But then I just forgot about it. So that Wednesday, um, I was talking to Andre and he told me, he's like, hey, we should definitely go. Let's go. And I, and I go, really? And he's like, yeah. And I go, okay. So I went and got the tickets. Um, and then I called the Leah the next day and I said, man, I go, you, you got to check this out. You have to, I go, you'll be kicking yourself if you don't go to this, you know, cause he's, he's just a big, as big of a, a Halloween fan as I am, Michael Myers. And, um, and he was like, yeah, man, definitely, definitely. So the three of us are like, yeah, we're definitely going. Um, so we, we got there and the second I walked in there, you know, this is probably considered like when I went to the, the Boxborough Comic-Con, or the um, the Mohegan Comic Con, you know that's probably considered small. So this was probably considered small as far as like horror events went. Um, but I was in awe when I got there. I couldn't believe it because I mean you're talking when you go to Comic Con, it's just like there's you know a hundred different genres there that you know the the anime, the you know Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, you know different shows on Netflix, all that. There's just all different stuff. This is just all one genre it's just all horror the costumes were amazing there were so many just the actors that were there were incredible um the ones that i was most interested in of course was kane hodder uh to me who was one of the the best uh jason Voorhees. the other one is ted white who is no longer with us um the original michael myers uh nick castle the new michael myers in the in the new movies that's out now um james jude courtney um, Daniel Harris, who played the annoying uh, little girl in parts four and five, who is super hot now. She also played in um, in Hatchet, uh, the Hatchet series. Um, I know I, I probably have no idea what I'm talking about when I, I mention that. Yeah, don't don't be fooled by my head shaking. Yes, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Victor, he's Victor Crowley, who was played by Kane Hodder, so it's kind of cool that they play in the in the same one. Um, Bill Mosley was there. He plays in the uh, the Rob Zombie movies. Uh, about the uh, the the Firefly, uh, you know, like um, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and uh, the last one that they did recently, uh, Three from Hell. Um, he was there. Uh, there was a guy there. I can't even remember his name off the top of my head, but he actually played Michael Myers in one scene from Halloween Kills when they're on the. It's nighttime and they're in the at the park, and um, there was all kinds of mayhem there. Um, and he actually, I actually got a chance to, to talk to him because there weren't too many people in his line. And um, I found out that he played Michael Myers in that part. And I'm like, oh my God, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. And uh, he was like, yeah, you know, I just did it for that part. Um, and I asked him, I go, if, you know, if I'm not insulting you, I go, how did you guys split it up between the three of you? Because Nick Castle also played, you know, Michael Myers for a little bit in in the last two movies. And, of course, James Jude Courtney is the main guy right now playing Michael Myers. And, and he told me, he goes, well, it was mostly them. I just had this small part. So I asked him if he was in the new one, Halloween Ends, that's coming out October 14th. And he was like, no, I'm not in that one. And I was like, oh, that's that's terrible. But uh, he seemed cool. If I, I spent like $250 on autographs and pictures. If I had you know, a couple more dollars that I wanted to spend, I probably would have got a picture opportunity with him and an autograph. But... Um, I was like, the hell with this. So, yeah, so I didn't have to wait in line at all. When I first got there, we first got there and we're walking around and we're like, oh my God, this is freaking amazing. So, you know, they had all kinds of different things you could buy. Um, I actually brought a couple things. Um, as you know, I collect uh, the Hara Funkos. 
So I brought a couple of the Michael Myers Funkos that I have, and I also have a Jason Voorhees one that I brought for uh, for Kane Hodder to sign. And when I first got there, Nick Castle had nobody waiting for him. So I just walked right up there, dropped the, the 50 bucks for him, and I got the picture taken and the autograph. So I was like, this is great. So I got him. Then we had to wait a little bit for uh, James Jude Courtney, Kane Hodder, and uh, Daniel Harris. So walking around, there's all kinds of, you know, like I said, there's all kinds of different things there. We uh, saw this thing. There's uh, um, in some part of southern Massachusetts, they have this uh, this haunted house that they're going to have in October. And it's supposed to be like uh, top five scary in Massachusetts, which I don't think is that hard to to beat because the haunted houses around here, they're fun, but none of them are scary. So this one's supposed to be like really scary and they showed us like video and everything else. I'm like, oh, this looks really cool. So, um, you know, I got the idea of possibly going out to do that in October. Um, and then when these guys finally came about, uh, James Jude Courtney, I was like the second person in line. So got to see him. He was super cool. And like you said, it's probably because you're giving these guys money. So I'm sure that's why they're super cool outside of this. They're probably not that cool. But um, you know, everybody that I went to was awesome. Danielle Harris was great. Um, you know, I was talking to her about a couple different things. I didn't have anything with, with her on it. Like, I mean, they don't have like a, you know, a Funko of, of, of her character and in, in part four or five. So I didn't have that. So they had pictures there that you could buy. So I bought, you know, the, the poster picture of, of part five and brought that over to her. And she's like, Oh my God, this is awesome. She goes, where'd you get this? And I'm like, I bought it here. <laughs> She was like, oh, I didn't know that they sold those here. And I said, yeah. She goes, oh, that's great. So she signed it, you know, got hers, uh, then went and waited in line for Kane Hodder's. And his line was was actually pretty long. So I finally get up to him. He was like freaking super cool, um, you know, talking to him. And he found out my name and then... Because uh, you told him or because he asked somebody? No, well, no, he asked me what my name was. <laughs> so I told him. And he was he was talking about an episode of like he thought my name was awesome. He was talking about an episode of Practical Jokers, which, which I guess he was on there. It's, and and it was you know they're like Larry, I never saw it, but it's just like he got the biggest kick out of the fact that my name was Larry. So he you know I'm sitting down with him, I'm talking to him, whatever, and I get my picture taken. And by the way, um, various people were taking pictures. Uh, Leah took some of the pictures that you saw. <laughs> Um, Andre took the picture with Kane Hodder and it was funny because Kane Hodder looked at my phone. I have a Bruins case on my phone. So he saw the case and he looks at it and he goes, is that your case? He goes, you a Bruins fan? I said, yeah, big time Bruins fan. And in the picture, like I'm talking while the picture's snapping and he goes, he's pointing at it. He goes, is, is that yours? He goes, is that your, your case? I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, he goes, I would have thought that you would have rooted for a real hockey team. Oh. So I go, oh, let me guess. I go, you're a pussy Canadian fan. Yo. And he slaps me. He slaps me in the chest. Like, he hits me in the chest, and you can see me start laughing. I turn my head, and then I look back again. And then all of a sudden, he, like, jabs me in the face. I know these pictures. Yeah. It was it, it was awesome. I'm like, holy frig, I got punched in the face by Kane Hodder. This is awesome. So I thought that was, like, the best thing. Walking around, it's like every so often I walk by him, he would just he would stop and just go, Larry! <laughs> So, I mean, I'm going to have to watch that episode now of Impractical Jokers just to see that. Now, he knows he was in Danvers, Massachusetts, right? There's oh, he said it. Probably He, he said, few... I'm in the middle. He goes, I'm, I feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere. 
And I'm like, well, basically you are. But it's still Massachusetts. Yeah. It's going to be probably more Bruins fans. Yeah, I know. He probably... But just, it's still funny. It's still yeah, fun. Yeah, he probably just wanted to, to bust my balls about it. Yeah, but, why not? It's fun, and he's fun. from California. So I'm like, are you really a, a Bruins fan? I mean, a Canadians fan? I mean, I don't know. He never answered my question, but it seemed like he got kind of mad. Well, not mad, but he, you know, he got, he got violent when I said that. But then again, I would too if someone called me a Canadians fan. And so. if it was Jason Voorhees. I mean, he's he made a living killing people. Yes, which um, which reminds me that James Jude Courtney tried to choke me to death. I know you probably saw that picture, but he he plays the Michael Myers now. And Aaliyah was taking a picture, and I'm smiling, and he goes, "Stop smiling." He goes, "You're getting uh, you're getting murdered by Michael Myers," <laughs> and and the, and James Jude Courtney started laughing, so he grabs me around the throat and starts choking me. So I start making the face like I'm getting choked to death, and he's he's cracking up. He thought it was the the best thing ever, and and um, like I said, it's just everybody there was super cool. All the people dressed up were really nice. Um, you know, the costumes were great. Um, I got a couple pictures of people um, in costumes. There was one picture. Uh, well, not I didn't get a picture, but there was this one costume. There was a, a little kid Chucky and a little kid Chucky bride, uh, Chucky's bride, and I go, oh my god, these costumes are great. I go, Chucky, he looks awesome. And she goes, the mother was like, that's a girl. And I go, oh, well, excuse me. I wouldn't expect Chucky to be a freaking, you know, a little girl. So, like, they were all offended that I said that. And I'm just like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? Well, apparently you're supposed to lead with, is Chucky a boy or a girl? Is Bride of Chucky a boy or a girl? And then you make your appropriate Yeah, I, you're right. And I should have led with or that. Or maybe they have name tags that say, my other Chucky is, or, or the, or, I, I, I mean, it, it, that's on you. Not, I not, I'm not you. Fe- I that's identify on as female Chucky. Yeah, I mean, that's insane to think that. Chiquita. I, I just don't get, I, I, I hate that. Just go, yeah, yeah, God, good. You're dressing your kid up as a boy. Yeah. You succeeded because he looks like a boy. Yeah. She looks like a boy. great costume. Right. So take the compliment. Yeah, I know. I felt bad. But. Douche. Yeah, that's what I was, I felt that way too. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was it was great. I'm like, all right, cool, thanks. She looks great. Whatever, dude. I she, mean, shut it, up. It's a girl. You uh, look you look like a bag of crap. I'm not I'm not calling you right on that. She did bro. look like a bag of crap. See? Yeah. That's she looked like right a there. nutty pumpkin, honestly. <laughs> but um, but oh my god, man, I got to tell you this uh, this horror convention was probably the best thing that I've ever went to to the point where I'm almost thinking of completely swearing off regular comic cons and just you doing can't these. Stop it. Oh, just doing the the just ones. doing the horror ones. Wow! Because we're going, we're getting right to the point, man. This is my, I mean, it's my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Horror is my wheelhouse. I do like when I go to these other conventions. Like you know, you've been to how many comic cons with me? You've been to a few with me, and I always gravitate towards the horror stuff. You know, I love the other things. Like when I went to, uh, you know, we went to the comic con in Boston back in August, and. I mean, both of us kind of, I, I, as the day went on, I felt good and I started to really, really enjoy myself. But when we first got there, both of us were like, I'm not feeling it this year. Yeah. And I felt that way. It was too friggin' crowded. Um, I mean, there was an aisle that you couldn't walk down because there was so many friggin' people there. Everyone's just standing there looking at each other instead of trying to find a way to, you know, to make the traffic move. And I was like, I'm not feeling this, man. I'm not. I'm not feeling it this year. But then as the day went on, it's it kind of started to loosen up a little bit, but I mean, it's like I didn't like it or I wasn't enjoying myself to the point that I wasn't even taking pictures. I usually take it like when we went last year, I I took a shitload of pictures. This year, I was just like, meh. I saw one Michael Myers. I'm like, well, I, I always have to get my picture taken with him, and I did that. But other than that, there was nothing. I I did nothing, and uh, 
you know, the good thing was this year um, I went in with, you know, my good friend Justin and his son. I went in with last year. They had a photo up with uh, with with Johnny and Crease from Cobra Kai. And their picture, uh, their photo op was at like, I think it was at 10 past four or something like that. So I was like, oh, great. You know, we get all afternoon. Um, this will be awesome. But, you know, last year I had to leave earlier because I went in with them and they were leaving. And I was like, damn, it's too early. I don't want to leave. And this year I was like, oh, man, got to wait till four o'clock. I kind of want to get out of here. But I ended up, like I said, I ended up having the best time. Um there was a lot of p- cool people in costumes there. Um, you know, g- got to talk to a lot of cool people. Uh, you know, bought some some cool things. I found a, you know, a, a cool Funko there that I haven't seen. Uh, the Sam the Pumpkin, the one. I mean, uh, the Sam from Trick or Treat, the one that you actually talked me into buying. I wasn't I gonna kinda, buy it. I kind of did, yeah. Um, I'm good spending your money. Yes, you're very good spending my money. <laughs> um, but at least that day I remembered my wallet. But uh, they also, I got you know, I collect those. Um, those uh those neko uh wafers yes the car the the uh the figurines and they had the um the neka i think that's what it is and they had uh the halloween too i have the halloween the uh the 2018 halloween and i have the halloween kills so they had halloween too and i bought that one and that's when uh the kid behind the counter was telling me because you gotta uh you know we're gonna have the opportunity you can buy the new one from Halloween ends, uh, you know, it's at uh, the Comic Cons, where you know, not the Comic Cons, but the Horror Cons, and I, I was like, man, that sounds really awesome. I, you know, I want to do that at some time. I even talked to my daughter Tiana about it, and she was in. She's like, you know, definitely gonna try this. Um, so I was like, yeah, I want to. I definitely want to try this at some point. Um, but I didn't think that it was gonna come together so fast. Like I didn't think that there was one around here. Uh, that was going to come about this quick. And um, man, uh, like I said, it was just after like we got there about 11 o'clock in the morning and it closed at six and we were there just about the whole time. And um, when it was over, I was still like, you know, I was still smiling from ear to ear. That's how how much fun I had. I was like, this is fucking great. This is I mean, this is it. These are my people. These horror people like (laughs) people dressed up like, you know, like horror people. And, you know, here I am wearing one of my hundred Halloween T-shirts that I always wear everywhere I go, you know, to these events. And um, I'm like, these are my people. And um, yeah, so that's why I'm thinking from from now on, I might just do those. Well, that's the thing. Like you have an interest in mostly horror. Your other interest that the regular comic, the regular Comic-Con provides is... Meta meta at best. So you're right. If you found a specific Comic Con for your genre that you like the, love the most, you should do that. Yeah. And especially since, and I'll be honest with you, the, the Boston Comic Con used to be at the World Trade Center in the Seaport, and it was great for me because Bonnie worked up the street. I'd park at her work and walk over. And it was a smaller place than what they're in now, and it it was always crowded. Like you, and then I went for two years. I think there two or three. And finally, they moved to the convention center, which was a lot bigger. And I've been, I went a couple of years. This is before COVID. I think I went two years there, and it was it was really kind of cool. It wasn't as bad as we saw it. And then COVID took over. Of course, they canceled two. I don't even know if they had one two years ago. I didn't go. I, actually, I don't think they did. I think they canceled it. And then last year, we went, and it wasn't bad. But it also, people weren't coming out in droves like they were. It just started, people just started to get 
all right, I think I'll go. There were masks. There were some weren't. But you didn't see what the traffic that we saw. And they hadn't had they hadn't opened it all up. So it was kind of a um, closed up. I'm not, how, how do you say it? it's It's blocked off. A lot of things was blocked off. Yeah, exactly. And you won't. It, but it didn't matter because there wasn't that many people there. So this year, they opened it up more. But I don't think they opened it up completely. But everybody showed up. So you had all the people from before the Comic Con in a convention center that wasn't maximum space. Um, you didn't have all the space that they had. They blocked off some of the areas still. So, but I don't even think that even if it was opened up a hundred percent, that it would have mattered because it was just so many people there. And you're right, walking down that one corridor, turns out that corridor was like the main, the, it was a straight shot from the door to the the food court, the celebrities, all that crap. So it made sense. But you're right, nobody was thinking, all right, because eventually we were like, well, if we go left instead of waiting to go straight, there's open space. So you and I kind of gravitated towards open space. And if, if that's what the Comic-Con is, just gravitating toward open space, it's not great, because I'm not. I want to be going to what I want to go to. If something's way over there, but I can't get there, what am I doing? Well, the thing was too was all the things that I wanted to look at to buy. Like you know, I I buy. I the last two years I was there, I always bought. You know, I buy keychains or or different things. They were all in that area that was overrun, and I was like, well, this sucks because this is where I want to go. You know, the open space part's great, um, but I want to look at this stuff. And finally, like I said, as the afternoon started going on, we could actually get to that area, and it was better. But the thing that really killed it for me was uh, what set the tone was right off the bat, the parking. Yeah. Um, last year, you could park right in the back. Like, it was easy. They led you right around when we first got there. Uh, you just go right in, and you park out back. You know, you pay for it, but it's nice and it's easy. And we just figured that it was going to be that way this year, and it wasn't. Um, they weren't doing the parking in the back. Uh, had to find a spot. Ended up parking about a mile away, um, which to me isn't. I don't care because I like to. You know, I like to walk anyways. But it just the fact just to find this, the traffic leading up to it. Um, it took at least almost another hour from when we actually got there before we finally parked the car, walked there got checked in, got the badges and everything else, and we were ready to go. I mean, you, we met you. like We were both walking in at the same time, and you were like, I'm going to get there a little bit later. But it ended up we got there at the same time, yeah. and we left a lot earlier than you. And what are the odds? We, you, we, we hadn't even entered the auditorium, and I was like, oh, that's, I turn and I see you, so I patch on the back, and you look at me like, what the hell? Oh, hey. But it, what was funny to me was I knew right away that you guys were traumatized by, oh, by everything that went on. like you, Because when you, when you said something that was – if I had known you were thinking that way, I would have corrected you. You thought it would be just as easy as last year, and I knew it wasn't going to be, having gone to them before and I wish, seeing. Yeah, I, I, I should have asked you. But, well, why would you? But but yeah, no, I absolutely would have given you a heads up because that's what it usually is. And it was even more so because it, there was parts that were blocked off. Yes. Um, but like I said, it wouldn't have mattered. But yes, Saturday is the busiest day. Ideally, you get a three-day pass and you, you go Friday night, because nobody goes Friday night, really. You can walk around, do whatever you want. Saturday, I think you can get in an hour early, So, but you'd have to be here earlier than you were. And you've got freedom to roll to move around at your leisure. But you're right. If you want to be where the, the all the, the 
people are congregating. You can't. And, and the, the open spaces we went to were open for a reason because they sucked. We were standing at a tent that wasn't even doing anything. It was just a tent. So we're just like, all right, we'll stand here because we can. But I can do that at my house. I can set up a tent and just stand under it at my house. It's not what I'm there for. So eventually it's like, all right, I've done all I can do. I'm not looking to spend a ton of money here anyways. I've seen what I want to see. All right, I'll go home. I mean, what else am I going to do? What are we doing here? As Julianne will say with his Bill Belichick impression. Uh, but but it overall, it's still – and I I also don't know if I'm going to be going back because it's just not as fun anymore. And even at the crowded World Trade Center, it was a lot of fun. And now it's it's not fun. It's not funny, if you know the Billy Crystal thing from Howard Stern. Um I'm debating. Like, I, I think, first of all, I think Rhode Island is better than Boston anyways. I might have to change what I just said just for that reason. Experience it yeah, once. Yeah, I want to experience yeah. that one time. I had tickets to go by myself last year, but then when the day actually came, I'm like, I really don't feel like driving to Rhode Island by myself. So, you know, one of the various times that I just kind of choked uh, choked on $50 <laughs> by just, like, letting it pass, and I, and I probably should have went, but... Um, I do want to experience that because you've told me a million times that that, that is even better than the one in Boston. And the one By in far. Boston's good. By far. Yeah, and the one in Boston's good. They had a lot of really good guests there. Like I said, um, that's another reason how I know that uh, the horror conventions are better for me is I went there and I dropped you know, the amount of money that I did on four different people. And then I go to Comic-Con and I'm just like, eh. And there's good guests there. There was a lot of really good guests this year. Gina um, Carano was there. Yeah, and her line was ridiculous. <sighs> you couldn't even you couldn't even just pay there. Like when at this horror place, you could you didn't have to buy them in advance. You just go there and pay the money, and boom, you get it done. They wouldn't even let you do that with her. No, they do. You but you have to wait. Here's the thing: because I went, I I got in line, and and that, that's when we, you and I got separated first. Because I was like, let me see what's going on here. Because like, yeah, I know you can wait in line. And at the end, they'll take people. Okay, she, I thought they told you that. No, no, no. What she, what she said was, well, because here's the thing. Like, they know how many people signed up. And someone like Gina Carano has got to be doing the personal photo ops. Then she's got to go to the, like, where she was with the crowd. That's, that's just autographs. Then she has to go to the pictures. So a lot of people, so she has to be there at 2 o'clock, say. So she knows I can only be, they know, I, she can only be here till one fifty-five, whatever. And they know how many people are there, so like you can, you'll have to come to the next one, and even then you might not get it. But you can if the like if someone like, um, I don't know, some, I don't want to name a person because I'm trying to make them seem weak. But like, let's say you have a D-list celebrity, D-list celebrity, and you can wait in line, you can just walk up and pay them and, and get it, which is naive of me to think that it would work for Gina Carano. But I don't know if I don't ask. So I said, fine, thing. I appreciate knowing that because I didn't wait. I waited like two minutes and then finally I asked somebody. Um, but to come back and maybe not be able to, and that's the thing. It's not a question of you can or can't. It's will it there be time for it because she's got to go back and do more pictures. And other people from The Mandalorian were there. Um, Giancarlo Esposito was there. Uh, Kyle Weathers bailed and someone else bailed. I forget who, but um, – and they have the mat those like the mashups like like Johnny what was the other guy Johnny and Crease the the Cobra Kai guys yeah Crease uh, uh, Billy what is it Billy Zapka or something yeah I don't, yeah whatever his real name is and and Kreese, they were both there and you could get like um, Justin and his son bought a double photo op with both of them 
and it was cool. They put the picture in a, in a nice frame for you and everything. And he got both pictures taken with both of them. And he also, uh, he, he thought like he made the mistake of thinking that, you know, that, that the autograph was a part of it because his son, uh, brought a pair of sneakers, uh, with, uh, you know, it was like, uh, I don't know. There was some sort of like comic book sneakers or whatever, or just some sort of like Comic Con sneakers, and he brought them up uh, to be to be autographed, but it wasn't part of the photo op, and they thought it was. So he right at the end, he walks right up to uh, to to ask. He goes, "Can I have these signed by one of these two? Um, Johnny had already left to go get ready for the photo ops, uh, so Crease was still there, and and Crease signed them for him, and and got you know took the selfie pictures with them. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and then they went and did the regular photo op. So, yeah. So you have to account for that time. They're doing individual photos and mashup photos, and then individual signings, and they were next to each other. So I guess some people could get both people yep. if you wanted. I did that. I did that with Caddyshack because of my last name. I think it's appropriate that I. So you got the groundhog. I got the groundhog and the actual golf ball. Bill Murray hit. Yes. Uh, Cindy Morgan was there. Lacey Underall and. Michael O'Keefe, who played Danny Noonan. And they were next to each other. No relation? No relation. Well, that I know of. Although he he, he was great because I, I he didn't even ask for proof. I, I walked I just walked up to him. I didn't even have anything. I actually went with I I, I got one from uh Cindy Morgan. And I and Danny Danny Noonan. Michael O'Keefe was right next to him, so I walked up. He was just he was saying that I was like, Hey, because I, I had the um actual I forget the name of the golf the golf club. Let's just, let's just call it Brentwood, because I have no idea what it's called. And um, I had the Brentwood hat, and I had Cindy Morgan sign it. She said, do you want me to sign it? Lacey? I, I don't. I go, I know your name, Cindy. You can sign whatever you want. She signed it both. And I wanted Michael O'Keefe to sign it. And I said, hey, I'm like, uh, Michael, how you doing? Nice to meet you. I go, I, I go my, name, my name's G- George Noonan. And he goes, oh, the real, he signed it the real Noonan. He's like, he's like, oh, man, you must get this all the time. I'm like, yeah. He goes, I get it everywhere I go. And I'm like, so do I. So he actually talked to me for like 10 minutes. Granted, there was nobody. I was there early also. Uh, this is in Rhode Island. And he was the coolest guy. We took we took a couple of pictures. He, I, don't, I don't even think he charged me, to be honest with you, because you, you, that's what you do in Rhode Island. It's your like, royalty. Yeah. yeah right. Your Caddyshack royalty. I am. I really am. Uh, but but it's funny, because I have an uncle named Danny Noonan. He's no longer with us, but, but that's the real Danny Noonan as far as I'm concerned. But- it was just cool because as soon as he heard my last name, he just was, oh, man, I got some stories and blah, blah. He was just he, – he, he loved being there is what it was, and it was great because he's done so many different things. He's not famous for just Caddyshack. He was on Roseanne. Of course, now I can't think of anything else he did, but I know he's done a lot. Um, he was just cool. Cindy Morgan was okay, but she had a lot of people because people remember Lacey Underall. And I got news for you. She doesn't look like Lacey Underall anymore. She's that much older. I mean, and things happen. To her credit, she didn't get a lot of work done. But you can still see it in her. But she's a human being. She, I mean, I, I people were disappointed in the way she looked. I'm like, are you serious? Like, she's, it's, I people just. Stay, I, people stay the same age forever. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get that. It's, it's you're, you're talking to the person, not the face. Yes. I mean, granted. You talk to the boobs too, but that's just that goes without saying. Obviously, well, that's staring going without saying. I, I, I'm going on a little sidetrack, sidetrack. But anyways, but Michael O'Keefe was really cool. That's all I'm saying. That, yeah, that's the bottom line. Well, it's funny because I mean, to to your to the credit that you just said about the age, it's like, you know, I'm down there getting my my picture taken in the photo op with 
uh, with Nick Castle, who was in, he was Michael Michael Myers in the 1978 <laughs> Halloween. He's in his 70s now. Yeah. And then uh, I was surprised to see that James Jude Courtney, uh, who looks great, by the way, I thought he was a lot, well, not a lot younger, but I thought he was like maybe... Uh, you know, my age, or maybe you know, a little bit older. He's he's in his sixties, and so he's no spring chicken either. But did you care? No, not at all. But if it was a woman, well, Daniel Harris. How old is she? She surprisingly enough, like I said, she was uh, when she played in four and five, uh, she, which was I believe the 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 eighties. It was the eighties, um, and then when she played in Hatchet, uh, she played in Rob Zombie's Halloween in Halloween Two. That was like two two thousand seven, two thousand nine. She was like younger then. Now I I came to find out that she's forty four. So she's not. I mean, she looks great by the way. She's she's really attractive. But I thought that, um, you know, I thought I was much older than her, but I'm not. So it was amazing to, you know, to know that. But yeah, I mean, she's not the the. The twenty-something-year-old that she was when she was in the Rob Zombie movies, which really wasn't that long ago, you know. But you know, yeah. When you think about it, it was. It was two thousand seven, so fifteen years ago. But why would you? And I'm not saying you. I just don't understand why people will go see um, Stan Lee before he passed away. People would line up off the door for Stan Lee. But if you had, uh, oh, you know who's getting actually? I'll forget the Comic Con. Paulina Parskova. She's 57, I believe, and she's posting pictures of her in a bikini and blah, blah, blah. And she's getting crap because she doesn't look like she did when she was 18. What are you, I, what, you don't, Sean Connery, no one says a word about Sean Connery. Sean Connery? Sean Connery. I'm waiting to be impressed. He get is considered greater looking than he was when he was younger. Because that's the way it is for men. I'm not trying to go on some woman's campaign here, but or any campaign. But I just, I just hate because I think Paulina Poroskova looks great, and I don't want to say for her age because I hate that. But she gets, she's had minimal, if any, work done, and and good for her. I hate who's an example. Christy Brinkley, she looks amazing. Okay, but she had plastic. She had a she, ton of plastic. Should she yeah. at least have a wrinkle on her face, knowing how old she is? Yeah. Okay, that's my point. Like, I, I hate Same that. thing, like Elizabeth Hurley, um, even though she looks amazing. I don't think she has as much work done as she looks like she did. But yeah, this is what's pushing people more and more nowadays to... I mean, you you have girls who are young now in their like in their 20s that are getting plastic surgery to the right. face. And they get those the, the freaking lips and the, the lips. And the face like sunken in. And it just... Oh my God. It's like everybody's doing that now. You're setting a precedent that you have to look like you are 12 at all times and you just don't i i hate it i mean i'm not saying that like even elizabeth hurley who knows if she got if she did get work done it was minimal and she still you could argue that she didn't that's the point if you're getting it minimal and some people get collagen because it's supposed to help things you help your joints blah 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 a lot of people take collagen powder um but to get it just to look younger, you're not fooling anybody. Joan Rivers died. I don't know if she was happy, sad, mad. She just had the same face at all times. She Her lips I don't moved. think she could cry. She couldn't do anything. And she looked atrocious. I'd rather you say, I'm Joan Rivers. I'm 86 years old. Suck it. Because yeah. who cares? I, I know people that have gotten work done 
and I don't have the heart to tell them that they look horrible. <laughs> That's the funny thing. Yeah. They look horrible sometimes. They do look horrible. You ever watch, and oh, I, I'm going to, I hate this, but <clears throat> the 90 Day Fiance, you ever watch that crap? No. They all get work done, and it's like, what are you doing? You look like you've, you look like you got in a fight, and you got beat up, and you're sw- you look like UFC fighters do the next day. That's what you look like all the time. The like the the look, <clears throat> the lips, the look the that lips they have. Terrible. It looks like the Jamie Foxx character from Living Color. Mm. Uh, I can't remember what is it Tawanda or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's what they look like with their the lips are and, just. And he's look, blowing his lips up. Yeah, and he was look, like he was like accentuating it to, yeah, to, to make match a point. the character, to make like a point, to right. to look foolish. That that was his whole point. But yeah, this is what people look like, and and you know it's like I who am I to crash their dreams? I'm not going to sit here and like, but. I'll like look at them like I'll be like whoa like that but I I'll try to keep it in and I'm just like holy shit whoa big fellow the hell did you do yeah yeah but I don't say anything oh you know I don't even I won't even acknowledge the fact that they had work done because I'm like I'm just not bringing any attention well they didn't to ask to us yeah I'm not like, I'm not worse. bringing but it's like you could tell and it's like it's like wow that's just that's a lot yeah. Yeah, the, wor- the worst advice is unsolicited advice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if I didn't ask you, shut up. Yeah. But no, I just it amazes me that Paula, Paula Poroskova, Paulina Poroskova. I thought you were going to say Paula Poundstone. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I might have. Uh, Paulina is getting crap for posting pictures. Like, guys are like, wow, you look better when you were there. Really? Ass face? You're always going to get that, shut though. That's up. And that's the thing. That's why anytime I see anyone post any kind of pictures like that, I always go, ooh, I think I'm going to stay away from the comments. <laughs> or you just like it and leave yeah, it, whatever. Yeah, because you but, know it's going to be awful. But it just, you're not, that's the thing, you're not fully, and, and pe- I got news, people get old. They do get old, man. They get old. I know. It happens. Just do it. it it's, you're not going to be, you're, not, you're trying to relive your youth. Well, women, in all fairness, they were getting, they get pressure from everyone to look good because even like the actresses, once you hit 40, they, you don't get much work. Yeah, you're not going to get the work anymore. So you have you, to get Yeah, them. so you have to. Unless you're, well, I was going to say Julia Roberts, but even she doesn't do much. No. That might be by choice. I don't know. But it's just, you know what's weird? It's weird to see that the girls that were considered, like the hot actresses when we were growing up, are now playing moms and grandmothers, things like that. It's crazy. Yeah, but it's, it's I forget who made that point. Once you hit 40, Sharon Stone is a big advocate of, um, of that stuff. She's... You know who that happened to when I felt awful was Kathleen Turner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't help that she never missed a buffet, though. Or she, like, smoked like a friend. Her voice. I remember her on Mom. She was on Mom. She played um, Kristen Johnson's mother who needed a transplant, a kidney transplant. I love that show, by the way. And, do you remember her on that? No, I don't. Yes. Somehow I, I keep seeing because it's always on like whenever I eat dinner, it's always on Channel 56 and I always end up watching it. And it's like I always catch like the same five episodes. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, but she her, I don't care that she, that she got fat or she got old or she got ugly. It doesn't that doesn't matter to me. It, what bothers me and I, I don't even know why is the voice. Because she sounds like she, like you said, she's like smoking at all times. It's just, I, I just, that voice just rubs me the wrong way, hey, male or female. How's it going? It's oh, Kathleen oh, Turner. Oh, baby, I need a transplant. I'm, I, stop it. Don't talk. Just don't talk. That bothers me more than anything. I don't, like I said, I don't care that she gained weight. Just or, don't talk. Just don't, just don't talk. Just don't talk. Yeah. Just please. It, it's horrendous. 
And she was in a movie, um, Body Heat, with William. Oh my God, yeah. You know that, okay? With William Hurt and Ted Danson that was, was in that movie. That was back in the eighties. Well. Yeah, Ted Danson was in it too. And uh, I actually watched it for Ted Danson, believe it or not. And she got naked in it, and she was she was thin, she was good looking, blah blah blah. But I I don't care that that's the before and after. Like I said, that's that's people people get fat. Listen, it's I'm, the aging process. I, I'm, I'm a couple pounds overweight. I'm not gonna. It's what it is. I want to lose it, but I'm not going to get liposuction or, or anything like that. You're just going to do it. Just lose it the way you're supposed to lose it. Not everybody has the opportunity. I know there are people who need surgeries. I'm not, you know, keep your keep your emails to yourself, people. I understand. <laughs> but, hey, I can't do it. You suck. You know, I have a problem. Yeah, I know you have a problem. More than one. <laughs> but, um, no, I just I just don't like it. And, and, and I don't want to be that guy. Shut up, man! Because then you look like you're not going to get Paulina. So stop trying to defend her. <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah, things, the, you know? the, I love when guys defend women. The simps. The first thing they do is listen, dude. There's no way she's out of your league. So shut up. Yeah. You know? Don't don't talk to her like that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it was yeah. funny. Like uh, after the Comic Con, the Harcon, I started following on Instagram. I followed Daniel Harris. And some of these, oh my god, these stiffs, they were like posting the pictures that they got taken with her. I had a really good time with you yesterday. Like, she's gonna freaking reply to it, and it's like, oh my god, this is embarrassing. Stop. <laughs> Please, don't do that. Oh, and it was like, and then one guy would see it. Oh yeah, well I got one too. And it was like a, like a line of like ten pictures, and I'm like, should I do mine? No. But then I was just like, this is crazy. I'm like, these people, they're not going to reply to you. Stop. Right. And, and even if they even run, the, she might run her own account, but like the big celebrities, they don't run their own account. Of course they don't. It's ridiculous. But I think she does run her own because, I mean, she's not like super famous. I mean, she doesn't even really do that much anymore as far as like movies. I can't remember like the last movie that she was really in, but I mean, Art, she Art the does. Clown? What's that? Was it Art the Clown? No. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> By the way. Art the Clown 2. Uh, Terrifier 2 is coming out October 6th. I went back and watched Art the Clown again, and um, I hate it <laughs> even more this time, but I like have no respect for him because... What, what, why? At one part in the movie, I, it, he, he completely goes against every code that there is for a slasher, um, and there's a spoiler coming, not that anybody really cares because I'm sure no one's going to go watch this. <laughs> Guys, if you want to watch Art the Clown, just... Put, hit the mute button for 10 seconds. But he, um, there's the part where there's a girl who he, he kind of terrorizes in a, in a restaurant at the beginning, and it looks like she's going to be the, you know, the, the hero of the movie, like she's the main woman. And they pull a fast one on you, and, and she has him, like, kind of down and out. And he pulls out a fucking gun and shoots her. Best. But did you not see that the first five times you watched the movie? I watched it once. Oh, and the first time I don't know. I think I was so I was kind of traumatized. <laughs> That's fair. That I I was like, okay. So then when I went back and watched it this time, I that part I was just like, this is bullshit. <laughs> this goes against everything, man. You know, to his to his uh, you know defense, it looked like he didn't really enjoy the fact that he had to shoot her. <laughs> All right, I'll but he was her. just basically just trying to to kill her because that was the whole you know that was the job was to kill her. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he didn't look like that, you know, cause in some of these other kills, he was like really like, you know, thrilled by it. But this one, he was just like, uh, whatever. I'm a pussy. Uh, this is what I had to do. This girl kicked my ass. Fine. I'll shoot her. That's all you can do. Yeah. But yeah, I hated that. But yeah, there's, there's a terrifier two coming out October 6th in the movie theaters. I'm still debating whether I'm going to see it or not because of the fact that I did see the first one, but this one is two hours and 20 minutes. Good. How much freaking unbelievable like 
horrible bludgeoning can you do in two hours and 20 minutes? As much as you can. Why do people hate movies that are long? You're getting your money's worth. People oh, complain about man. long I don't know if games. I could sit through two hours how and much 20 is minutes. Two hour, how much is a, is a movie ticket? How much is it? How much is uh, it? I'm going to say I just bought a ticket. By the way, I'm going to see Jeepers Creepers on, uh, there's a three-day showing, the new Jeepers Creepers. The, the 19th, the 20th, and the 21st of September, they're only doing it for three days. And it's like $14. All right. But I think sometimes, it all depends on what, if you go to see it in IMAX. Like, uh, you know, I'm sure that for this Terrifier, they're probably going to have like super gory, you know, 3D IMAX or something. <laughs> it's going to be like $25. I mean, who the hell knows? I mean, I think at one point someone like throws guts at you while you're nice, sitting there. Nice, So, uh, but... Yeah, I mean, for a regular movie, yeah, I mean, that's fine. You want to go two or three hours, but this, I just, that's a long time to sit through being uncomfortable. But what if it's good the whole time? I doubt it. All right, that's a fair point. But people complain about the Avengers movies, and Endgame was like two and a half hours long, almost three hours. I loved every second of it. See, but but people complain like, oh, you could have done it in 90. Yeah, you could have. Endgame seemed like a job to me. Um I thought, like like I had mentioned you before, the Batman movie, which was yeah, about three Batman. hours, yeah. that didn't even seem like three hours But to that's me. my point. Yeah. If it's good, I don't care if it's four hours. If you can make a spectacular movie in 90 minutes, great. Like, don't drag it out to two hours. But if it takes you two and a half hours to tell the story you want, tell the story you want. What kind of a story do you think you're going to get in this? Well, there was no story I, in the first one. I meant it in general. <laughs> you're going. There's, I might be going. You're going to see it eventually. Have, yeah, possibly. Oh, I'll stop. You'll see it. But but I see your point with this movie. But but I, I just it just reminds me in general, like baseball games. When you, I, On TV, I guess it's different. But like if you go to a baseball game and it's three hours long, don't you feel... First of all, you're going to complain about the parking. You're going to complain about mo- if it's the good overpriced game. game. You're going to pay... The over, you've paid a lot of money for this ticket. And and you get more time there. You get extra innings. You're getting your money's worth. That's if how you, I look at it. If you go to a game and they're losing like seven to eight nothing, then yeah, I mean that's well. You if you leave on your own, that's up to you. But don't complain because it goes nine innings. It takes as long as it takes. Yeah, but I mean to that same point, if you know Halloween ends, if that was like a three hour movie or a two and a half hour movie, I would I would thoroughly enjoy it. And that's that's my only my only point is that The Godfather is almost three hours, if not three hours, and no one's ever said, "Eh, you know what? We could have done it in an hour and a half." Tell the story, and if you if you if they say to you, "Listen, you have to make a three hour movie," then it's gonna suck because you're dragging everything out. But if it legitimately takes you three hours, you, you should enjoy the whole thing. I, I, that's how I look at it. Like en- Endgame, I absolutely I would have sat there for four hours if it kept going. It was as good as it was the whole time. It's quantity, not quality. I mean, no, it's quality, not quantity. As far as I'm concerned, one and a half, three hours. I don't care if the movie's good. The movie's good, and I'll sit through the the credits to see the end scene too. Every single oh, time. Me too. Every single time. Are you watching to. She-Hulk? By the way. I am not watching She-Hulk. No, you you seem like you are anti-She-Hulk. No, I'm not anti-She-Hulk at all. It's just, I just, I'm having trouble getting into a lot of things. Like, I'll be honest with you, since the last time we talked, uh, or the last time we had a podcast, yeah, yeah. Um, it was back in April. I actually went back and, and listened to it. And uh, there's a lot of things that changed as far as a, a show goes. I know that um, I was still pondering watching Stranger Things. Um, I had a lot of people telling me about Stranger Things. Um, I had I kept seeing like because I know the new season uh, four came out in May and then they made you wait till July for the last two episodes I think it was 
but I wasn't watching it. So some one time in June, um, I was looking for something to watch. Uh, so I turned on, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch it. And that's how I usually watch most of the shows that I get into. As I say that same thing, fuck it. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> and you know, people keep telling me, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. And I usually don't watch it because people are telling me to, and it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. So my, Tracy kept telling me, you've got to watch this. So I said, okay, I'm going to check it out. I had, uh, my daughter was telling me, uh, you know, Aaliyah was telling me, you got to watch it. Tracy so, Burns, give her credit. She's your sister. Yeah, my sister Tracy, <laughs> my daughter Tiana, and my uh, good friend Aaliyah. They were all telling me, you would love this. So finally I started watching it, and I watched the first episode. Oh, this is pretty good. Second episode, this is great. I ended up binge watching four seasons in a week. And at what point, um, went to to Maine it was supposed to be a, a family uh, a family trip it started out it was just going to be my, my mother and my sister but then because um, I was going to stay back and watch the dog but I have soon uh, it's to that point I've lost Bailey to that point um, so we decided we were going to just do a whole family vacation the three of us we were going to go to uh, to Maine we had a Tracy bought a place uh, for a couple days rented a place um Right before, uh, two days before, my mother got COVID. Oh. So she couldn't go. I kept testing. I tested out. Um, I was negative every single time. When I got there, my doctor told me, if you're testing negative, you should go. So I went, and I kept testing every single day. Never got it. But me and and Tracy went. uh, Brother-sister trip. We had the best time. Uh, Checked out all the stuff there. The weather was beautiful. At At night, instead of watching regular TV... We binge watched uh, Stranger Things. I ended up watching a whole uh, season in two days that that I was on vacation there. Uh, at nighttime, you know, because we'd get back from dinner or whatever, so we'd sit down at like eight o'clock and sit there from like eight o'clock till like twelve watching Stranger Things. And I got to be honest with you, um, after I watched the, the the finale, it was one of the the best shows that I ever watched. I can't wait for season five in two or three years, whenever it is. <laughs> Um, but I didn't, at first I was like, when it first came out in 2016, I'm like, I could give a shit about this. And then I watched it and I was like, this is freaking awesome. So, uh, that's one of my favorite shows now. Um, I watched the, the new, uh, Predator movie that came out, Prey. I thought that was amazing. That was probably one of the best sequels that they came out with to the original. Um, you know, the first one, of uh, course, was amazing, and I part two I even thought was really good, even though it was, it was awful. It had Terry Weagle in it. How bad can it, it be? It, in that, for that point, it was really good. But um, <laughs> the first five minutes. <laughs> some of the other ones that they came out with, the other sequels were pretty terrible. But I'm a big fan of the Predator franchise, so I I made myself like it. But after seeing this one, I was like, wow, those are really bad compared to this one. So that was good. So I watched that. Um, of course, I watched Cobra Kai. Um, but some of those shows on Disney, I just haven't been able to get into. I didn't get into Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I didn't oh. get into it. Um, and I didn't get into She-Hulk. And I just haven't been into some of these shows. Um, and I don't know. I've got nothing against them. Um, all I know is there was a whole bunch of freaking arguing online about something about She-Hulk twerking or some shit. Yeah. Can I, can I talk about She-Hulk for a second without giving away spoilers? Yeah, go ahead. I was hesitant to watch She-Hulk. I saw the trailer. The CGI looked atrocious. It just looked awful. 
But then I thought, you know what? I've been waiting so long. This is Marvel. They know what they're doing. They're going to they'll fix it. It'll be good. She-Hulk is one of the best series I've ever seen. It's, But you have to understand it. It's a comedy. And it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be outrageous. Not outrageous, but there's funny things. And that scene you're talking about was an end post-credit scene. It wasn't part of the story. It was just funny. And people, yeah, they, but they don't tell you the whole thing. You act like they, they act like they put it in the script and then you twerk with Megan the Stallion. No, you don't. She was part of the episode it, it, legitimately. And the girl who plays Titania, I don't know her name because she hasn't really been in it that much. She's the villain of She Hulk. She, in real life, she and Megan the Stallion are friends. And they thought it'd be funny if they could try to get her to be in the episode and, and she got her to do it. So they have all these outtakes. It's all comedy. It's all comedy. And they're twerking. It didn't make the episode. It was the end scene credit, which is what this that's what you're supposed to do with it. But <clears throat> there's all kinds of cameos. I won't give away anything, but they're well, ex- except for Megan the Stallion. But all a lot of Marvel characters are in it. There's there's answers. Like the they're answering questions that you didn't know you need answers to, whether they made it up or not or happened to fit. But there's questions about things that happened in the Doctor Strange series that are answered in She-Hulk, but you don't know you need the answers to. You didn't think of it because you just went with it. But people who questioned it now have the answers. And I'm not saying it's the greatest show I've ever seen in my life, but I love it now. And and it's they're funny. It's Well, it's, it's a comedy. But the girl who plays um, Je- uh, Jennifer Walters, a.k.a. She-Hulk, who makes fun of because now people are like, why is it She-Hulk? Why can't it just be Hulk? Because it, it's a girl. That's why. There's Hulk and there's She-Hulk. It's always been She-Hulk. That's what you're going to be. It, but they make fun of that. You're always going to get those people. I know, but they're, it, they're, I just, I hate it. Like, it's called, I'm going to call him He-Hulk. Now, I want her to be Hulk and him to be He-Hulk. No, that's not how it works. Just shut up. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Don't read the comic books. Don't give them any of your money. That'll teach them. Okay, you, you complain it means nothing. So they, anyways, they make fun of that in a, in a in a good way. That it, it's just they address all that stupid stuff and it, they make humor out of it. And they, it's just a lot of fun. They're only like a half an hour long. They don't stretch past. I think the longest one I saw was like under forty five minutes. It's just a good time. There's only nine episodes. You, you watch nine episodes in your sleep, don't you? I mean, that's it's they're not all now, of course, but. I, I just love She-Hulk. The CGI is not bad. I don't know if they fixed it or they just gave us some crappy trailer that they made way before they did the movie because it's not as bad as that. It's not perfect, but it's CGI. It's not supposed to be perfect. You you can't criticize. I, I Until you can make something better, shut up, really. Shut up. Just watch it and enjoy it. Or don't watch it if you don't like it. They're gonna make. They're, they're fine with you not watching it, believe me. They've got enough viewers. Disney Plus is fine. Marvel's fine. She-Hulk's fine. They're all good. They don't need you. They really don't. So do what you want to do. But Larry, I'm telling you, if you want to laugh and you in they're they're building up a new phase, which She Hulk is going to be a part of. So if you want to ride that Marvel wave, just give it a try. I'll I'm gonna I'll put it on my list, um, <laughs> and I'll probably end up watching it just like I did these other series that I thought I was gonna hate and ended up loving. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably end up checking it out now because I haven't heard anybody else endorse it. It's awesome. Yeah, but that's good because, like I said, but I you just... have to know things. Like She Hulk in the comics breaks the fourth wall. 
in the comics. So Jessica Walter, Jessica Walters, she's Arrested Development. Jennifer Walters breaks the fourth wall. She talks to you, the audience. Not all the time, but when she has to, in, in a funny way. Like Ferris Bueller? Yes, exactly. That's breaking the fourth wall. Exactly. That's what she does. And I'll give you one incident that's funny, and it's it's it was really good. It doesn't give anything away, but they're talking to um, everyone knows you've seen the commercials. Mark Ruffalo is in it. He's the Incredible Hulk. He's, of course, he's his cousin. He's going to be there. And they're talking about something that happened a long time ago. And, and Ruffalo goes, oh, "Man, that was so long ago. I, I go, I'm not. I'm I'm a different person than that than back then. Literally, because they were making fun of the because he's not Ed Norton." He's Mark Ruffalo. I literally, I look completely different, a completely different person, literally. And then Jennifer Walters looks at the camera and la- like, it's just, it's stuff like that. It's tongue in cheek because people say, well, what about this guy? So they just make fun of that. And it, I just think it's awesome. I just can't wait for Thursday nights. Thursday nights I go home and I watch, um, before I go to bed, I watch the She-Hulk. I've never done that before. I've never, even the Star Wars ones, I'll wait till the weekend or sometime at some point. Thursday nights I go home and I watch She-Hulk. It's the only one I, say, I swear to God, I've never done that religiously. I'll I, have to check it out then. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, I'm not trying to say it's the best series in the world, but it's fun. And that's what it is. is it's the only comedy that they have. So it is more fun. And I'll tell you, can I tell you the best, who the funniest character is? That's not in the show. That's a, a cameo. Do you mind? I don't, I don't I'm not, I won't tell you anything. I'll just tell you. It's unexpected. It's Wong. Oh, really? Wong is in this, and he is awesome. He is so funny. Like, you just, it's amazing. Of course, I kind of give it away when I said you answer, they answer questions about the Doctor Strange. Well, I like, I like, I think Wong's character is good. I like Wong. Well, but... he's so much better. He's funny as hell. Yeah. Because this, this series, they're not trying to um, incorporate all the other Avengers. Like, Hawkeye, his series was great, but it had to fit. The criteria, the the, the the model that they were post-snap, whatever. And it has to lead to something. This doesn't. This is basically just a show. You don't need to know anything because they'll, they'll, they, they give it to you. I just found out that the pilot episode was actually the eighth of nine episodes. But they said, you know what? We need them to know what they're dealing with, so we'll put it first. And they cut it up and blah, blah, blah. But it works. And I, I just think it's a lot of fun. And it's just... It's tongue in cheek. It's not. It's not taking itself seriously. Um, All I know is, like I said, I saw. I was going through t- uh, Twitter the other day, and I came across that part where they were tweaking, uh, yeah, twerking, yeah, 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 and uh, and everybody was losing their freaking mind in a bad way, right? Well, both the people that were against it and the people that were defending it, and it was both. Parties were insufferable. It was taken out of context. Because it was basically just what you were just talking about, where you had the people that are like, you know, twerk and blah, 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 this and that. And then you had the other people like, don't be like that towards her. You know, the people that never have a chance. But, but it's not even about her. It's the context. Yeah. You saw a clip of those two twerking. And people like, this is, what are they doing? Blah, blah, blah. It, it's taken out of context. If you watch the episode, you would laugh when you saw that clip because it was funny. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with the story. Yep. The story doesn't involve them twerking. She She's a character that could have been anybody, but because um, the girl who plays the villain, who you don't see much of quite yet, she knew her in real life. They said, let's bring her in. She, she went for it. She loved it. And she had fun doing it. It was an end scene credit. That's what some, you saw. Some people just cannot. Yeah. Go with the flow and just enjoy things. 
that's just it. And that's what's horrible. And that's about what I love about this show is that they don't care. I'll have to check it out. I will. <laughs> I I'll have to do. check it out. I hope you do because I do. I really think you like it. It's funny, and it's not. They're not long episodes. Do you um, do you watch Cobra Kai? I've never watched Cobra. Really? Yeah, I, I know you. You love it. You endorse it. Yeah, the new the new season just came out. I actually watched two episodes last night. I have a list like ten miles long of things I need. I'm to. still the same way. I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I haven't. I have seen, never seen Breaking Bad. I've never seen Sons of Anarchy. Never. I've I saw the first season of The Mayans for some reason, but I never watched. I've Sons never of seen Anarchy. that. Uh, There's just so many scenes. I I took me. I Stranger Things. I watched one season. That's it. I haven't seen anything else. It's I I. And it's funny because I am now a Stranger Things nerd. I mean, I'm a nerd in general, but I am a Stranger Things nerd now. And it's like, this series came out in 2016. So what? Better late than never. And I just remember that they were showing, like, they had this character, Dustin. Um, you know who he is. Yeah, I know. You watched the season. Yeah. And um, and he had a commercial back in 2016 for Fios. And I saw him on it. He was I, a little kid. And I'm like, this is a little kid series. I'm not going to watch this stupid thing. But then when you actually watch it, you realize that it's not a little kid series. No, it's not. And they're not little kids anymore now. E.T. was a little kid's movie. Yes. <laughs> How'd that do? But um, but yeah, this was this was great. Um, and I'm sure it is. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure it is, but I just, I can't keep up with the stuff that I know that I love, let alone stuff that I will probably love. I loved it so much that, like I said, I, I, I binge watched... Four seasons in a week. That's insane. It was amazing. You Every know. night, like I was watching, I would come home uh, from work. I'd go to the gym, do everything else. I'd settle down at night. And of course, during the summer, it's not like it is now with football and everything else. Uh, Bruins aren't on yet. Celtics aren't on yet. So there was nothing on. So I would sit there and um, I would turn on an episode at like 8 o'clock. And I would end up watching like three episodes for that night. And they're, and they're not short episodes. They're like, no. like an hour long. And then especially when you start getting to the end of the the, the shows, they they like the last episode was over two hours. The the finale for season four was over two hours. It was like watching a, a regular movie. And um man, what a finale. It was awesome. And uh like I said, now the the last season, they're doing one more season because the all the kids are gonna be like thirty. <laughs> and um the last season is uh is isn't until 2024 and it's like god damn but it's probably gonna be good it's, it's gonna be wait. awesome i bet the wait because they already said like the producers already said look we're not gonna start this off slowly we're gonna hit the ground running so yeah let's do it you know 2024 where are you and the funny thing is is that in that meantime there's so many other things you can watch you might not I, i'm not saying you won't miss it but you might not notice it so bad because there's so many other things i'm still i'm still waiting for uh, the new season of The Mandalorian to start, whenever that happens. I just saw a trailer for it. Good. When you were gone, I was watching. I was trying to see if I could, I was going to surprise you and, and put it on your TV, but I can't. When I was when I was beating up the Boy Scouts. Yeah, well, that's that's true. That's true. But yes, no, I, I did watch it. It looks pretty good. But Awesome. When is, did they say when it was starting? Uh, 20, no, next year. They didn't say when. 2024. Well, 23 is, is only that couple months yeah, away. Yeah, it's only a few months away. So, so that's not bad. not a big and deal. And then, uh, what's it called? Uh, so The Mandalorian, Boba Fett. Yeah. Which I really loved, mm -hmm. uh, Hawkeye, which was surprisingly good. To I me. loved Hawkeye. Hawkeye was fantastic. It was great. It was only six episodes. Did you know that Echo is going to get her own show? Yes, that's going to be phenomenal. I'll watch that. I loved her. I, I'm going to watch. Yeah, it. <laughs> she was. She was great. Yeah, I was surprised. And she's deaf in real life. Yeah. Did we talk about that before? What? Huh? Who? What do you want? Owl? Who? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know she. She's was deaf in real life, so she's not acting. Wait, that's not fair. She's not even acting. 
She shouldn't get paid. She's not an actor. That's right. She's not. She's, she's, she gets, she's just living. That's yeah, she's, she's just doing. living. So, you know, I could definitely get paid for what that. What a gig. I just want you to be, well, that's the whole thing about um, Frank Sinatra. Like, he didn't act in his movies. He was just always Frank with a different name, apparently. <laughs> he played the same we can't, we can't, Frank, we can't, we can't make you a character. You have to be Frank. In every, you're just you. I can do that, baby. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Jack. Don't worry about it, Jack. I can do that. <laughs> But uh, no, I I loved and I had such low. I, Hawkeye is probably my least favorite Avenger, and I was like, do I have to? Watch? I guess I'll watch the show. And I thought it was one of the better series. I really, I had it. a new appreciation for Hawkeye. Totally, totally. And you know who came out of it? And it's my fault. It's my fault because I didn't watch Black Widow when I should have. Oh, you, oh, so we're, we're kindred spirits here because Larry's flipping out over, over there. And I love Yelena. She's phenomenal. I'm like, holy crap. And then I was like, I found out who she was. And I'm like, I'm watching Black Widow tonight. And I did. I watched Black Widow. And now she's going to be in the Thunderbolts. She's going to be, and she's in that movie. It's um, Florence Pugh who dated Zach Braff for three years. They broke up. Pubes? Once in a while. Party like an animal, you do. And it's P-U-G-H, I believe. And, and she she got crap because she wore a see-through blouse, but she doesn't have an ample bosom. So people were yelling at her because she was showing her small boobs. Like, are you kidding me? First of all, be happy you can see boobs, okay? How about that? Because you're probably a nerd who hasn't seen anyone's boobs but your own and your dogs. So stop it and just appreciate boobs. Shut up. Who complains about boobs? I mean, what what is this world coming to? I see your boobs and I don't like them. Put them put them away. I don't want to see that. What? Yeah, this is this is what it's come to. This it's ridiculous. It's but she's awesome, and she's in that new movie with Olivia Styles, and um, it was Shay LaBeouf, and he got fired because he's an animal, and um, Harry Styles, and Jason Sudakis is in it. So did I say that? I think I replaced Ted Lasso. Yeah, who was who was Sudakis? I say Sudakis. No, no, he's not in it. Is he in it? No, he's he's Olivia Wilde's ex husband or ex whatever. Um, but at any rate, she was awesome in both those the series and Black Widow and the Thunderbolts. You know the premise for the Thunderbolts? Never even heard of it. The Thunderbolts is based. This goes back to General Ross from The Incredible Hulk, who was played by William Hurt, and he's. Uh, his nickname is Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross, and he's put he puts together Marvel's version of a Suicide Squad, and you know Julia Louis Dreyfus has been putting together. You saw it, Hawkeye. She at the oh, I guess I can give at the end she had an end scene credit where she saw I think it was Yelena at the cemetery. She's the Amanda Waller played by Viola Davis. Of the of the DC, you know the Suicide Squad. She put it together. Well, it looks like Julia Louis Dreyfus's character, who I don't know her name, is going to be putting together the Thunderbolts because I think General Ross. I think did William Hurt die? I think he did. Yes, we just talked about him from from Body Heat, so he can't reprise his character. But you're going to get like Tim Roth for the as Abominable. You're going to get um, um, Elena from. Black Widow in the in the Hawkeye series, you're gonna get. They want to. I want to say. Maybe Ghost Rider. I don't know if they're gonna bring him. Yeah, Ghost Rider. I, I don't know. He may be getting his own thing. They're talking about Ghost Rider because they're gonna do it right, not the Nicolas Cage thing. Uh, they had other people. I just I just forget. But all the villains that you love, for the most part, are, are gonna be the Thunderbolts, and and that's they're gonna be the Suicide Squad, if you will. But they don't have to do it. 
It's one of those, like, you know, they're on the fence. Like, Yelena, is she a good guy? Is she a bad guy? We don't know. Those are the best kind, though. Yeah, exactly. Because so, you end up liking them anyways. <laughs> I, I, exactly. So you might as well just embrace it or whatever, or or be both. But it's like, you know, Austin and Rock and uh, Mick Foley, we, you couldn't make them good or bad because people loved them anyways. They were they were great as bad guys, but it didn't work because they rooted for them. Um, that's going to come out, I think, twenty. The end of twenty twenty three or twenty four or something. They have a they have a new schedule, but the Thunderbolts and yeah, so she's going to be in that. It looks that way. It was a long way to go to say that. I got it. Was funny though because like you just said, I watched Hawkeye and I did the same thing, and and it came out around Christmas time, so I was off that week, and I was like, you know what, I need something to watch this week, so I started watching it, and I thought it was fantastic. I did the same thing you did. I watched the series. It was only six episodes. I saw you know. Endgame, yeah. so I knew all about you know what happened to Black Widow, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I never saw Black Widow. I know it and didn't look af- good. It didn't look good at all. And after, well, I love uh, my girl there, um, Scarlet. I love Scarlet. So why didn't you see it when it was? Because I, I just never got around to it. That was one of the movies that went right to almost almost right to Disney Plus because of COVID. Yes. And it was available, and I just said, yeah, I'm not so really interested. I think that's why I never saw it. Yeah. So then, um. After I watched the series in like a day and a half almost because it was only six episodes. So one night I went and watched Black Widow. And then after I was like, oh, so I saw what, you know, I saw the whole premise of it, like what Black Widow was actually about, you know, and and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And um, it was the same way, though. I kind of reverse watch things. Yeah. But this way, I see, I don't know if I would have liked Black Widow if I didn't like Yelena so much in the Hawkeye, that's the only thing. I, I agree I don't with know. you, but I thought she was great, anyways. I, I oh yeah, but I just I just but I don't know now if I had watched Black Widow, if I would have been surprised that it was Yelena because when when the she showed up, I'm like, all right, why, why are you so freaking out over this? Like what <laughs> when when Hawkeye says, oh, it's a black it's a Black Widow or something like that, or oh, they got a new Black Widow. A lot of people like love that episode because they knew who it was. I, I didn't. I'm like, well, who is it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I just, she's a great character, and I like her. She's fun. She's awesome. I wouldn't even care if they did a <clears throat> spinoff um, with her. No, that would be great. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she should be in the Echo one. But I don't know if they're going. Well, I, don't, I shouldn't say that. I don't know where they're going to. But well, they they left on good terms. That's true. That's true. That's true. But no, I think I think the Thunderbolts will be a fun movie. I really do. I'll. I'd probably see it. I would definitely. I think that's something that I would watch. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Um, I'm mistaking it for the Thundercats. That's what I always think of. I always make sure to say Bolt. Have you watched Miss Marvel? I have not watched Miss Marvel. I've been, like I said, I've been extremely lax on my my Disney. I've been watching more Netflix things. um, But yeah, I mean, I want to watch She-Hulk and I'll probably go back and watch Miss Marvel. I watched one episode. I watched the pilot. It's not, it seems, when I first saw the previews for it, I was like, oh, what are we watching? It's like just teenager and it's set up like a teenager would make the, I was like, what are we doing? Is this really, what, what, this is Marvel. What's happening? But it was good though, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I have to admit, I'm going to finish the series. It's only six episodes. I, I oh, okay. Well, that's easy. Then. Yeah, it is. And that's the thing. I, I could I, do that in a night. <laughs> you, you could do that in halftime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> halftime just. I just I just watched six episodes yeah. at halftime. But because I want to get caught up because Miss Marvel is obviously part of. Um, well, there's a movie called The Marvels coming out. It's going to be Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and someone else. I don't know. Maybe I haven't seen it yet. But 
the phase four or whatever phase they're going to is going to be the younger versions of the Avengers. So you're going to, they're all going to, I mean, how long can you have Captain Steve, Chris Evans running around as Captain America? Well, Granted, some of them are already gone. Well, that's the thing. You're not going to get Robert Downey Jr. back. Or if you do, it's going to be in cameos for the past. Um, the Hulk, that's what Mark Ruffles said. He goes, I'm going to do this as long as I can. This is actually a, a 67-year-old Hulk in the comics. He's like, I'll play him. But I mean, you've already passed the torch to um, Sam for Captain America, who's got his own movie coming out. Um, unfortunately, the Black Panther they had to change that up, but uh, I haven't seen that. Have you seen Black Panther two yet? I have not. I haven't either. I want to. I got to see that. I did see um when it came out. I did see uh Doctor Strange. Yes, and I did see Thor. I almost watched Thor last night. Thor is really good. I thought, I think it's going to, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. You're going to love it. I know. Today's Saturday. Actually, no, it's funny. Christian Bale is fantastic. Yeah. He's got a lot of crap for us, the way the character looks, though, but I don't care about that. Oh, my God. I just, that, that doesn't bother me. In the yeah, I, don't, I thought it was great. I thought he I thought he did a great job. I'm sure he did. He's Christian Bale. And the movie was fantastic. Um, obviously, you know Hemsworth is funny as hell. Yeah. Um. He he does a good job as Thor. Natalie Portman's great. Um. You know they have a, a good thing going on. They even brought back uh, what's her name from uh, two girls and a guy or two waitresses. Kat Dennings. Yes. Two broke girls. That's what it is. Two two waitresses and a whatever and a Blue ham Br- sandwich. Blue I don't Br- know. Pie. Yes. Yeah, I was going to watch it last night, but I just I wasn't in the mood to focus, and I want to focus. So I'm probably going to watch it tomorrow. But today's It's funny because this podcast is coming out Sunday. What I'm going to do, just for your information, because I know we're going to get to your fantasy team, uh, fantasy thing. We're going to get to that right now. Um, I'm going to release it just, I'm going to, I don't know why I'm saying this, because you obviously know if you're listening. But I'm not going to wait till 5 o'clock at night like I usually do. I'm just going to do it, and then when it, when it finally comes, releases on apple and spotify I'll, I'll announce it in time for the games hopefully and so basically while this is releasing i will be watching thor because <laughs> today's saturday the day before we're releasing it so oh, that's good so but let's get to your part are you are we are you good with marvel i'm good with it all right let's get to your podcast um it comes out it is out you've already made an episode yep did episode one season two dropped uh thursday and what's it called it is called Cheat Sheet. There is no the. It is just Cheat Sheet. Um, yeah, it's actually, uh, it's, it's in my opinion, I've, I've gone, one thing that I found that I've done recently is I've been starting to listen to other fantasy podcasts just to kind of hear, uh, in my opinion, how we match up. And um, I'll tell you, man, I, I think we have a pretty damn good podcast when it comes to fantasy football. I mean, um I don't think anybody dro- drops numbers like we do, um, and and I say that not to to sound like a you know a jerk or someone who's conceited, but um, we put a lot of work into it, man. I start uh, right away, you know. I start uh, focusing on the next week as soon as we drop the episode. I start looking through to see potential matchups of what I think I'm gonna do for the week after, and I start preparing. Um, it, the first episode for the season is always the hardest because you have nothing to go by except for the stats from the year before, and that really makes 
you know, shit bit a difference because you're talking about a new year. You know, there's always bad teams that emerge and turn into good teams that you wouldn't expect. Uh, there's players that you wouldn't think that are going to be good that become good. So you're basically just going off of last year, and that's why the first the first uh, the first week is always the toughest. But um, it was a good episode. I think the you know that uh, both of the you know all the the people that we picked uh, for our lineups should definitely help you out. Um, you know, for this week, um, I put a lineup in for the the FanDuel league that I do that I'm very confident in. Um, and I, I think, uh, you know, if you want to try to win some money, definitely check us out. I had people, um, people that are really good at FanDuel that I never even knew, you know, um, uh, went to a, a, a hockey game. I went to the Bruins playoff game. I think it was uh, in May when they played Carolina and met up with a you know, an old friend of mine uh, who does uh, leagues, he actually runs the FanDuel league that I do. And uh, he was really good at regular fantasy. And he, uh, you know, he told me, he's like, hey, checked out your podcast. And I go, what'd you think of it? And he goes, I'm not ashamed to say you helped me win some money last year. And uh, hearing stuff like that is great, you know, because it's like, that's why we're doing it. Trying to help you win some money. So um, I love doing it, man. I really do. It's a lot of work. Uh, it's a lot of preparation, but uh, there's a lot of gratification when I go back and listen to it and a lot of gratification when I have people tell me, hey, um, you know, nice job with uh, with so-and-so this week picking, you know, nice job picking Damian Pierce, uh, who's a rookie running back this, this year. Uh, he's one of the people that I put in my lineup. Um, he's only $5,400 and, uh, you know, he's a, a really good choice for a uh, for a low pick and and um you know it's like when the people come to you and say hey you know that was great um that's when it all you know is worthwhile yeah and it's even if they weren't though i imagine you being the type of guy that loves doing it anyways and it, it's the gratification is great and, and knowing that you're helping people is great too but it's fun it's fun it's, it's fun to get out there like this podcast i i I don't care if people listen to it or not. It's just fun. I get to hang out with you every couple of, I hang out with you anyways, but it's fun to do this with you. Other people I don't get to talk to unless I'm doing a podcast. It's just a way of, of keeping up. But you, you're actually, you know, no one's calling me and saying, hey, thanks for the tips. But you're getting that. Yeah. And that's good. And, and I see, I know the work you put into it. I, I You've come to me for, for I'm not trying to, but you have. No, it, man, it, you're the reason why I started doing a podcast. But but you, you do it in with different genres, so we're not even like we're, in not that we would be anyways, but it's completely different. Like you're, I couldn't do what you do. I could be second fiddle, but I couldn't do what you're doing. So for you to take what I give you and make it your own and do it very well is a tribute to you. And and I believe I've seen comments. You did post your first video on Facebook, and I saw some comments. Somebody said they listened and they really liked it. I forget exactly what they said, but. Um, so you are getting good feedback, which helps. You you want that. You want the feedback. Yeah, well, most definitely. And I know you see the numbers, so you know who's listening or, or how many listeners you're getting. And I think you're going to start to see now that you're in season two, because season one is always like I, I I remember my even our first episode. You were like the third person or something like that. And it I think that mine has come a long way since then. Same with you. Even though you're doing a format, you still have to get used to it, get adapted to it work your your you get natural at it and just act like you're talking not reading and just just do it make it your own and you have 
And I think anybody who's on the fence or wants to even, even if you like Larry, but you're not sure about fantasy football, give it a shot because it is not only educational, but it's, it's just, it's fun. You can, you can hear the fun in your voice and Mike's very good too. Um, what's my class name? Reedy? Mike Reedy. Mike yep. Reedy, who has his own podcast as well, also. Uh, is that right? Or no. No, he, he, has, he, he has. He um he writes articles. That's what it is. For a, a, a site called The Undroppables, and uh, his articles are amazing. Um, he, you know, I'm happy to say that uh, that I kind of got him going in fantasy football, and, and um, he's... He's become his own entity, man, in fantasy football. He's very well respected, has a lot of followers, um, and he's great at what he does. So, uh, you know, the fact that he actually came to me and said, hey, I think that me and you would have an, an unbelievable podcast together. And I was like, huh. And that's it was right around when you started doing yours, and I, I was a guest on yours. Um, and after the first time I was a guest, I started kind of getting the itch a little bit. I'm like, hey, you know, this is... This is pretty cool. So then I thought about it and, you know, I went back to my days when I was in radio and I'm like, maybe this is something that I could do. And then he asked me if I would host and uh, I was like, yeah, let's do it. So it took us a while. We, and in some cases, it didn't seem like we were we would ever get it going. And then last year we finally got it going. And uh, like I said, it's it's uh, it's great now. I mean, to, to listen to where I was at the first episode last year to where we are now um, or where I am now as far as like being a host goes it's it's like night and day so you know with repetition it's like anything else you you uh, you get better and um, yeah I really enjoy doing it it's it's fantastic I, I mean I could sit there and shoot the shit about sports for for hours at an end but um, you know like I said you're actually talking about you know fantasy football and and you know lineups and stuff like that and uh, you know you, you kind of have to know your shit and you do, and you do, and that's the thing. Uh, anybody can do research. Anybody can do, go by the numbers and say, well, based on this fact. But you're actually giving opinions. Also, it's hunches. It's you just you just know someone who loves the game. You're going to watch the game regardless of whether you're betting on it or not. And that's that's what I appreciate because people, you know, fantasy podcasts they're out there. There are fantasy podcasts called the cheat sheet that are out there. You're not the only one that call the cheat sheet. But, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, I just mean that if you look up cheat sheet, make sure you get Larry's. You have a new logo, correct? Correct, yep. Brand new logo. So make sure it says Larry Burns uh, and Mike Reedy. I'd like to give credit to uh, to Michael's daughter, Emily. She designed it. Oh, wow. So yeah, great. so it's, uh, you know, she did a good job. And it's, uh, you know, it's it's nice. And it uh, he showed it to me. And Mike's like, what do you think about this as our logo? And I'm like, yeah, let's use it. That's so, good. Threw it up on the uh, on the the Facebook uh, page that we have, and um, you know changed uh, my background to it. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Make sure you get the Larry Burns and Mike Reedy. Now I wanted to ask you because I'm going. I don't have seasons like I'm. I'm always season one. <laughs> you you've changed yours to season two. I would imagine. Yes. And the last time you did one was in. Was it January or was it February? What, what? January was the last show we had. All right. So that was eight months ago. How was it jumping back in? Because I don't have a break. Like I have little breaks where I'll do two. Like for instance, I have my next one after you was going to be today, released today, tomorrow, whatever. But I wanted to get you in first because of the fantasy football thing. So I'm bumping that one. So so I don't have to go do a podcast for a couple of weeks. But it's never more than a month that I can't do one. So I don't really lose 
how I feel. How did you oh, uh, get back into it? Was it like riding a bike? Did you? Because I mean, it, it would make sense to me if your first episode was, in your eyes, not as good as your last episode because of the break. But you, we will get better. In my eyes, I'm saying if that's the case, your second, third, fourth will get better and you'll be miles ahead of where you were last year. But it wouldn't surprise me if you go one through 16 and then take a back step to the next season and then go, do you know what I'm saying? Because you're not doing it consistently. How did you feel? Was it, did you, did you get the itch? Did you feel rusty? Did you... So there was definitely rust. Okay, which is fine. Um, but it didn't take long to get back into it. But if you, it, like, just kind of, it, I mean, it was, I thought it was an excellent episode, but just personally critiquing myself. Exactly, that's what I'm I was about. not, uh, you know, where I normally see myself. Like, when, when I'm hitting stride at, like, say, week 12, 13, 14, of the season where I was then compared to where I am now. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely rust that you have to shake off, but I would say probably like halfway through the episode, you start getting back on the bike. Um, and probably starting next week going forward, I'll probably be, you know, better, but it's the same thing. Anything I, I feel anything you do with repetition makes you better. And when you take a long break, like, like I did like an eight, eight, nine month break, yeah, you're not going to be as good as what you were, but when you start getting back into it again, you're you're going to get better every episode. But I'm definitely better week one coming off a, an eight or nine month break than I was doing my first episode altogether last year. So I mean that's that's not even a question. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean compared to where I was, you know, hitting my stride like maybe week, you know, twelve, thirteen of last year, most definitely I was better then than I was this first episode. But it was a good episode. Yeah. And we're definitely, you know, we're better than where we were when we started. Let's put it that way. Oh, absolutely. And, and it would be, it would be hard not to be, especially with the way you guys are. And 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 it is repetition. You're right. It is repetition. And and I see that too because there are times when I, if I've taken a couple weeks off, I, I try to go every other week opposite the podcast release, just so I can stay in that rhythm and have one, you know, have one ready. Um, whereas you don't have that problem because you have Mike. Even if you don't have guests, it's you and Mike. So you know you're doing it. But like sometimes I'll get a couple ahead and I'll just, I won't do it on any purpose because I want to wait to be relevant. And I find that my first couple minutes, I'm like, uh, so uh, how do we do this again? What is it? Uh, do, I, do I ask you? Do you ask me? What's going on? But you get you do get it right back, of course. And I just didn't know because I... I, I figured you were going to say that about yourself. I, I'm, it's not questioning the episode. It's questioning how you felt because it's it's like anything. If you haven't driven a car in a long time, when you get back in, it's it's for a second you're like, okay. I mean, you know how to drive a car. You'll never forget how to drive a car. But if you haven't done it in a long time, for whatever reason, you're injured or whatever, it's like, oh, man, okay. I'm very tough on myself anyways when it comes to that. Like I'm I'm a perfectionist and – I'll I'll go back and listen to the episode and I'll catch certain things that um, maybe a normal person listening to it would not <laughs> would not hear and I just shake my head and say to myself, man, I got to clean that up for next week. Um, but that's just how I am, and you know, same thing with my notes. Same thing with like I'll I, I got to do a better job. One thing that I'll say I got to do a better job of is I got to do a better job of writing down. Like I'll I write out my stats. And I have to do a better job, um, you know, because 
I have shitty handwriting and it has to do with like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I have like maybe some arthritis in my hand or whatever, but, um, sometimes I'll go and I'll, I'll read the numbers and I have to really look at it. I have to do a better job of being clear when I write so that I can, you know, not kind of stumble over my notes when I'm looking at them. Is there any way that you can take the notes that you made and then type it up? Probably, but that, you I don't mean, want to do that. With, with what I have, you know, what I do for work and then, you know, the going to the gym and all that other stuff and just having like a regular life, um, the amount of time that I already spend on doing research, it, it would just be, it, I wouldn't have enough time to you do it. You don't have the time yeah. to it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, I always look at it. It's funny because I always laugh when people say, when I'm taking down someone's name at work and they're like, it's spelled. I'm like, it doesn't matter how you spell it. I just have to re- be able to read it. I mean, if if I if I say Mikey is M-I-K-E-Y or M-I-C-K-E-Y, it doesn't matter because I, I read it. it. But it's just, it's just, it's spelled with a Y. Okay, Allison, take it easy. I'm going to know if I spell it wrong, how to pronounce it. Um, <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> right. The, but, and I write chicken scratch too. And people, I'm like, well, I didn't write it for you. I wrote it for me. It's just, I'm showing it to you, but you, I'm not writing it for you. I'm, it's my notes. But I get what you mean though. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I could have done a better job there. But uh, yeah, you don't want to be telling people, oh yeah, it's worth $5 and it was like, what, what eight? I don't know. <laughs> I know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, if, if I'm sitting here saying that they're the, you know, this team is is the fourth best team against the rush when they're actually the best team against the rush because I can't, <laughs> you, wrote, yeah. you know, I can't understand what I wrote. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll have something where I where I write something and then I realize that I I didn't add something, so I'll put an arrow down and then I'll write something else down at the bottom up where that is, and then I'll have to be like, oh shit, what the hell did I do? What did I mean by yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> I think a legend for what I mean. Yeah. Now you mentioned you you think you have do you know you have arthritis or do you think you have arthritis? No, I think I do. Uh, is it carpal tunnel or is it arthritis? It might be carpal tunnel, I don't know, but it's like, you know, I it's it's just for I mean, no, probably not because it's just for handwriting. I notice like if I write something like after like a a few seconds or minutes of writing, I'm just like, "Oh man, that bothers me." So, I don't know. I've always had shitty penmanship. Um I used to have to Back in when I was in school, I used to have to use this uh, this pencil. Like they they used to put this thing on my pen or whatever. It was like some sort of a grip that was supposed to help me uh, with my penmanship, and it didn't. Um, I just always had shitty handwriting, so I don't know. Hey, as long as you can read it, for the most part. Yeah, and that's it's really all that matters. But I if that's the worst part of what you're doing, then you're doing pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I do a pretty good job of interpreting my notes, and that's <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll run into a situation where I can't read something or, um, you know, I, I stumble upon it. But the good thing is, is unlike, uh, this show, my show is edited. So we, we can edit it out. <laughs> oh, you do edit it? Yeah, we do edit it. Oh, okay. How long is, the, how long does this show last? Usually, is it it's ha- usually, and that's one of the reasons why we do edit is because, um, when you're dealing with like a, a genre like that, like a specific genre, uh, you don't. We try to generally keep it around an hour. Um, anything over an hour, we start editing stuff out. Like, we'll have times where one of us will, you know, at first we were like, ah, oh, fuck, I made this mistake. I did this. I said that. And we'd go back and edit it out. But now, like, we'll just joke about something. Like, um, you know, Mike would, uh, he'd say something and, and all of a sudden he'd be like, I forgot the team that I was talking about and I didn't write it down. So, and then I would be like something where I'd like, 
I'm sitting here reading it and I'm just like, I can't read what the fuck I just wrote. <laughs> and I know that Mike's going to go back and, and edit that out, but I'm just like, yeah, I don't know what the hell this says. What's the longest, how long was your longest episode before you edited it? Oh God. Edited um, it. That's tough. Edited probably it. like an, I would say an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, so that's not bad. But it's a long time when you're talking about this stuff. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like us sitting here shooting the shit. And that's why I told you I really enjoyed doing this podcast because it's just basically the same shit that me and you would be talking about anyways <laughs> if we weren't right. even podcasting right. this shit. Except so, my coffee would be empty and I wouldn't be holding a microphone. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and you saw me. I don't give a shit. I just drank my whole entire coffee while <laughs> yeah, I was sitting well, here talking. You, you you just, you need an IV. You don't even need a Seriously. straw. Seriously. Your straw should be an IV. I have, they should make. I have a problem. We all have problems. Some are better. Some are worse than others. Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually right behind you, but I get a little more. I love the I love doing this. It annoys so I many people. I just like to shake the cup. Yeah. I'm shuffling it. You gotta shake the cup. You gotta get the you gotta get it all cold. That's right. No, but that's true though. That's the difference. Is that I don't edit anything because I don't care because it's a conversation. I'm not gonna edit our conversation. There's really nothing to edit. Well, if you say something like if you stumble upon something or, or if you make a mistake, it it doesn't really matter because it's it's comedy. Like if you. You know, say something and just like, oh, I just fucking said this or blah, blah, blah. It's, I mean, it's funny. Um, but if, if you know, if I'm doing a show or something like that and, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm trying to read the numbers that I wrote down and I'm like, I think it <laughs> says sick. that he had two touchdowns, but I can't really freaking, I don't know, did I have a freaking stroke during this part of the, when I was writing? I don't understand. What the hell did I just write? <laughs> Go back to school for? Yeah, exactly. And that's what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So let's touch on let's so oh yeah, so it's the it's the cheat sheet with Larry Burns and Mike Reedy. There's no the it's just cheat. Oh you oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Cheat sheet with Larry You'll Burns. You'll never find it if you try to if you try to do the cheat sheet. See, that's interesting. That's that sep now how many people are cheat sheet? Just, Nobody. Just just us. you. So actually I I was I lied. There are other people with cheat sheets, but it's the cheat sheet. You are just we cut it out. We cheat. cut out the. We just did cheat sheet, and I think we did it for that purpose. Smart. And it's actually pretty cool because, um, you know, as you know, I have cool ass Samuel L. Jackson as my voice. <laughs> yes, on the on my Alexa. Yep. And um, careful. I know. Yeah, Alexa. No, I, <laughs> I always call it Echo around. I wasn't me. talking to you. Shh, calm down, Sammy. And um, and he gets the episode for me. Nice. And he says my name. Yeah. Which is even better. It it's is like better. Samuel L. Jackson just fucking said my name. You should tape that. And then he asked me, you know, I'm sick of these fucking... Well, he doesn't ask me. He's like, I'm <laughs> he sick of these you. fucking snakes on a plane. <laughs> that is pretty cool that your echo is Samuel Jackson. Yep. Because I, I just... I can't stand the regular voice for the echo, yeah. we'll say. Yeah. I hate it. It drives me nuts. Like, the voice... You know how annoying the voice is on my TV talking about freaking inputs. Why are they in such a hurry? I don't know. This HCM girl's... One, HCM2. Yeah, she's... Uh, what? She's, Slow down, lady. I can't... They're, they're letters. They're not words. Yeah. I can't hear you. She's got places to go. Good Lord. What is she doing? You should click it on the road. HDMI 1. HDMI 2. Well, I, I turned the, the volume down. Oh, that's right. You don't have the remote, right? We're watching the uh, Notre Dame game on Saturday. Yeah, which that. they're losing to Marshall, by the way, which is pretty embarrassing, but... All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Matthew McConaughey. That was a good movie. What was it called? Actually, was it called? It was called something. Marshall, wasn't it? It was called. Uh, you don't know. Matthew you, McConaughey is yeah, a fucking yeah, maniac. Is what yeah, it's I called. saw your tell when you're making yeah. something up. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> what 
Well, I think. Well, let's talk about UFC for a second. Do we, do yeah, let's do, do it. Talk about, I'm, do, I'm real down. Quick, real quick, because by the time this is on, it's been done. But there is a. They're saying they're, they're crying conspiracy theory versus the, for the main event changes because the Cosmot Diaz fight wasn't that interesting. Nobody cared. They kind of fed Diaz to the wolves there for a second. Um, Ferguson was fighting some dude, and Kevin Holland was on the card, and then all these things happened. And Cosmot, who, by the way, it it was released today that he was going to make weight, but he was having a ba- all the symptoms of a bad cut. So he was advised by his doctor to stop cutting weight. So when you saw, because I saw him at video of him at a restaurant the other night, and I'm like, why is he eating if he can't make weight? Well, he was advised not to, apparently. But there's still the conspiracy theory that it was all a big work because the pay-per-view wasn't doing well, maybe the seats weren't selling, but the people really want to see Ferguson and Diaz fight, which I do, and I think it's a great fight. But did they have the balls to pull that off? Because you can't, I was listening to Ben Askren today, and he's like, the first thing you got to do is talk to Diaz, because if he doesn't go for it, it's not going to happen. He's the, he's the star there. But you also have to think of the people who leak things. How many times has, has like Ariel Helwani used to cover the UFC all the time, and he gave away that Brock Lesnar was going to be coming back to the UFC, and Dana White banned him from everything. That's why you don't see Ariel Helwani at UFC anymore because he is not allowed because he broke the Brock Lesnar that was being announced on the pay per view. They had everything set up for it. I forget the pay per view, but Ariel broke it, and everybody knew beforehand. And that's what you have to worry about. So I don't think. This conspiracy theory is true just for the fact alone that you have so many moving parts that have to be dealt with. And if one person blows it, it's out there. And not one person did. It, it, as a matter of fact, Dana White, and this was kind of dumb, he announced that I'll be telling you what's going to happen You know, if we're going to be on on ESPN and Instagram Live. and blah, you, if, if you were going to cancel the show, you wouldn't be going on Instagram Live to announce that. You would just cancel it. And get out of Dodge. So I knew, because we had talked about it yesterday, if the fights are canceled, we're not going to, well, there's no fights to get. So we'll have to talk and see what, how we want to do this. But if the fights are on, no matter what they are, we're going to watch it. So I knew when I heard that Dana White was going to make his announcement at 6 o'clock that we were on. Because, like I said, you don't do that for a cancellation. It's to tell you what is now. So when they announced Diaz versus Ferguson, um, Kazmat Chamayev? Chamayev. Kazmat Chamayev. Kamzat. Kumquat. Kumquat Chamayev versus Holland. Versus Holland, which is a great fight because they had a backstage altercation. And that's another thing. They had they actually had a backstage altercation. So that just fuels the conspiracy theory because now they want to fight. Or they did it because they knew they were going to do it and they wanted to make it interesting. I don't know, but I don't believe it because nobody keeps that secret. Nobody keeps that secret for that long. Um what do you say? I'll tell you, man. It's pretty crazy because it. I, I started probably around Thursday. I started to not get as excited about the card because I just saw how. Um, and and now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's 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 pronounced um, Hamzat. Yeah, yeah, legally, I guess. Yeah, and uh, who I I actually really like him, by the way. Um, I know a lot of people when you have these people that uh, that have all this hype around them, they get rooted against. And people like to see them lose, uh, but I I like him. 
And uh, we actually watched here in the Man Cave. We saw him versus Gilbert Burns, which ended up being an absolute freaking awesome fight. And um, I like the kid, and I hope he does really well. Uh, but it just really seemed like when I heard Nate Diaz up there talking about the fact that he stopped preparing for the fight because he wasn't really interested in the first place in the fight, I was like, then what Then what are we doing? I mean, is, he, is this even going to be a fight worth watching? Is he just going to get run over because he's not... You know, is he even going to put up a, you know, a, um, a true fight or is he going to go in there and just go through the motions? That's not what I want to see. You know, and I really didn't care about watching Ferguson against Lee, you know, n- nothing against him. Um, and, you know, I just, I was hoping for better. Like, I was happy that, that Amzat was fighting on the card and I'm like, I want to watch just for that reason. And he's fighting Diaz and, of course, he's always going to be a draw. And this is his last, his last fight in the UFC. But... Things started to kind of take a turn, like, uh, when word came out that he was going to miss weight, I was like, oh, no, what's going to happen here? Um, then the word came out that they were shuffling the card. Like, there was uh, there was a picture from Poirier about him fighting um, uh, Diaz, which I would not even minded seeing that happen, but then that would have ruined him versus Chandler in November. Um, so it started coming out that they were going to change the card around and then me and you were talking about it and we're like, okay, as long as there's any sort of a card, you know, we're still going to get together for it. And then when the word came out that it was official that they were just completely changing this and they were doing Nate Diaz um, versus Ferguson, which we should have saw years ago. And then they were coming out with, you know, they were changing it, uh, changing it to Hamzat versus Holland, especially after the altercation that they had backstage the other day. So now you know there's bad blood there. There's a grudge match. And then Lee versus Rodriguez, which is, I mean, that's not a bad fight. That's a better fight, those two, than, you know, what they were actually going to end up happening. I think that those weren't, you know, that great of fights either. So I think the card now is actually better. Um, I like the card very much now. And then, um, you know, the fact where you saw, uh, you know, Kamzat was going to make weight, but then he didn't. Uh, you know, he was told by the doctors to stop. You know, that came out. Dana came out with that and said, hey, we knew at like 4, 4.30 in the morning that he wasn't going to make weight and that the doctors told him to stop cutting. So right then and there, we started, you know, switching this card around. So I don't think that there was any sort of a conspiracy. I don't. Um, I think that all this stuff happened. I know a lot of people are like, are just absolutely crapping on uh, Hamza because of the fact he didn't make weight. You know, and they're like, ah, oh, this guy, blah, blah, blah. And now that it came out that he was told not to, people are still like, oh, I don't buy that. You know, it's like I said, when someone is, is you know, the the next coming, you know, the next big thing, they, they try to shit all over him. So I don't think that this was any sort of a conspiracy, but I'll tell you what, I'm glad it happened. And if it is a conspiracy, I don't really care. It's a better card now to me. These are fights that I would rather watch. Um, and I think that they they did right by the fans doing this because I think that, um, you know, I think it's a better card now. At first, I wasn't crazy about the card, but I wanted to still see it. But, um, you know, this was almost the old card to me. It was almost like a, uh, like a I don't know, a UFC fight night instead of a pay-per-view. But now, I mean, these are these are good fights. You know, Diaz and, and Ferguson are going to go in there and beat the shit out of each other for five rounds, I think. I think it's going to go the whole five rounds. And I think it's going to be a bloodbath, and I think it's going to be awesome. And then now you got Holland just goes in there and just talks shit to anybody. He doesn't friggin' care, and he's a tough guy. And, you know, Kamzat, he's he's trying to get a title shot. 
So he's just going to go in there and try to uh, and try to finish Holland as quick as he can, and it's going to be interesting to see if he can do that. Um, so those two fights alone, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So if it was a conspiracy, then thank you. <laughs> you know, but if not, then um, I don't think it was. Honestly, I don't. I, I don't either. <clears throat> and a funny thing, there's two funny things about this card now is that the they made a big deal about the Kamzat 10-pound weight difference against Diaz, but Leon Rodriguez, there's a 10-pound difference there. So that is a, there is a, a fight with 10-pound different ten pound difference. They signed the waivers, all that stuff, whatever. And Nate Diaz, once he made weight, had the right to say, all right, good night, everybody. I'm out. I'm not fighting. I did what I had to do. I'm done. I'm going to go somewhere else. I want to fight Jake Paul. I'm going to go to Bear Nut, whatever I want to do. But he stayed around and took whatever that was offered to him there, and he is fighting. He could have backed out. So anyone who questions Nate Diaz's um, love of fighting, there you go. He could have walked away untouched with the show money and out of his contract, which is what I think he wanted the whole time. But I also think he thinks he has a better chance against Ferguson. Of course he does. Of course he does. And, and that's a fight, like you said, there's no losers unless somebody gets really, really hurt. But you have to have this fight last because they're going to drop so much blood over this mat. You don't want to be the next fight after that. You're just going to take this mat and burn it because it's just going to be plastered with blood from both of them. Nate's a bleeder. Ferguson's a bleeder. They're both heavy punchers. That's if this fight doesn't go the distance to your point, I'll be shocked. Unless it goes to the ground, because they're both dangerous on the ground. If it goes to the ground, fine. But I think they're just going to hang and bang for twenty five minutes. I think I think they're going to have a, a self agreement <laughs> right, before right, they even get in the ring that they're just going to sit there and just punch until no wrestling. Someone falls, or until uh, the the five rounds is up. Yeah, it's like when you're a kid, you you start a fight. All right, all right, no pulling hair. All right, all right, no no punching the ball. All right, none of this. No, you just making rules as you're as you're dancing, circling. But um, these guys, are, yeah, you might be right. Listen, just stand up the whole time. No, don't try to take down. Let's just yeah, let's, let's just, just fucking let's just throw. Because this could both be their retirement fights. Yep. No matter who wins, there's no shame in losing. Well, I mean, for Diaz, this is his last well, fight. But, but he can renew though. Yeah, he but said he, he won't. But he said he, he said he would. He uh, or he could. It's possible. He said. I don't know if he's. Who he was he's saying yesterday crap. that he he has like all these new, these venues or all these new uh, this new stage of life that he's he says that he's gonna. It's just better for him money wise and everything else. And he said he's just ready for it. That's just talk. Yeah, and you're right. Until it happens, it's just but talk. I just I don't know. I mean, are you ready for like another? Five fights out of Diaz, where he just sits here and he has a fight, and then all of a sudden Connor wants it. Connor wants his his trilogy. He's not going to fight. Connor Connor congratulated Nate. He said, "I saw it, and I still you don't think it. he's okay, fighting." Well, for those who didn't see it, I he, still don't think he's fighting. He thinks Kamzat is should be penalized for being ten pounds overweight. Don't reward him because all these other nuggets are going to be trying to do that as well. You're rewarding him for missing weight. You've had people, even though he was told not to. Well, but that's not his fault. I mean, it's not his fault. But he's still fighting. I mean, I, I have no problem with it because of that fact. But he did miss weight. Now, now I'm, I'm all for saving the card. Only one card in history has been canceled, and it's because John Jones wouldn't fight Chael Sonnen on a week's notice. He, I forget who, who bailed out, but Chael, who will actually fight anybody anytime, said, I'll fight him. I'll, I'll do it. So you save the card. Jones would not accept it, which is what Nate Diaz could have done also. Once they change partners, not I wonder only, if that was one of the DC fights and DC couldn't fight for some reason. I don't, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't even remember. But I just remember Chael saying, 
I'll, I'll, I'll go. Let's do it. And that, that parlayed into the ultimate fighter. Jones and Son and coached. And then they fought and Chael lost miserably. Oh, my God. It was... <laughs> What a freaking beating that was! And Jones had a—he broke his toe mid-round and almost would have maybe possibly had to be medically stopped because of it. Yeah, I don't know, but at any rate, do you have any predictions tonight other than pain? Uh, I think uh, Hamzat wins, um, and I think, man, I gotta go. I'm gonna go with Ferguson. Really? Yeah, I'm going with Ferguson. I think Ferguson's going to win that fight. I think right now, you know, especially after that uh, devastating loss to Chandler. Yeah. Um, he was actually, look, he looked really good in that fight until he caught that front kick. He did, yeah. So I think that, um, I think tonight he's, I think even if it is his, his last fight, I mean, if he wins, probably not. He's probably going to be one of those people that's going to keep fighting until he's an absolute friggin' vegetable. Khabib called it, by the way. Yeah. What, that he was going to be a vegetable? No. <laughs> he's going to be a carrot. He's going to um, Khabib called. Himself. Once he lost, who beat him? Justin Gagey. Oh, my God, man. Beat him up for 15, 18, 19 minutes, or 20, what was it? He went five rounds. And that was, guy just- was he it the pulled, fourth round? Or yeah, the fifth man. Round? He pulled a Myers, man. He just kept coming back. And that's the problem with a guy like Ferguson. As much as you want to- admire him and say, wow, what balls on this guy? He killed himself that night because he hasn't won a fight since. He wasn't the same. And has he won a fight since? I don't think he did. Doesn't matter. Even if he, No, because if he, then he fought Oliveira after. Yeah, even if he won a fight, it doesn't matter because he hasn't been the same. Oliveira Khabib said submitted that. him. Khabib said that once that happened, and this was after the fight because they said, when are you going to fight Ferguson? He goes, I'm not going to fight Ferguson. He's, he's, not, he's no longer relevant. He's he's not going to be the he's done he's going to go downhill, and some people thought he was chickening out, chickening out, uh, including Ferguson. But he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. He's done nothing since that beatdown. You can only handle so many wars. I mean, yeah, especially well, like that, unless he names Rocky or Drago. But other yeah, than that, I mean, in fantasy land, you can keep it, bouncing right. back from it. <laughs> yeah. But it did, it, tr it, and that's why people are talking about Usman. Their question, Khabib's one of them. Man, I'll tell I, you. you I, I listen to Khabib, whatever he says, because he is like, a, 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 he knows the future. I don't Because he everything he's predicted so far has come true. And he said that um, he he's sad because he's a friend of Usman. Usman does um, some pregame stuff along with Chael Sonnen um, on Khabib's Fight League, whatever it's called, his his, his fighting promotion, and he, he's it like Eagle, yeah, Eagle, Eagle something, Eagle or, Fang, or yeah, yeah. I watched it on my phone actually. It's it's, it's not bad. Junior Dos Santos. Oh, I did watch it. I watched um, who someone, oh, man, someone used to fight in the in the in the UFC. Actually, uh, he fought against um, he was in the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, he won. And then he had that bad trainer, the trainer that, that abused him or something like that. Oh, my God, I can't remember his friggin' name off the top of my head, and it's driving me nuts. And he was good for a lot of years, but um, he just recently, he went to, to fight in Khabib's um, promotion, and it was actually a good fight. Uh, it, was, it was Lee. Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee, and then his opponent, who you, you'd be like, I can't believe he couldn't remember his name. And it's driving me nuts that I can't remember his name. Oh, my God. And he fought on... He was on the Ultimate Fighter one of the first couple of seasons. And he was really good. He never won a championship. Um, but he won a lot of good fights. Um, Lieben? Not Lieben. No. Oh, my God. He... I'm gonna... He, he might have won... It might have been the first... The first... 
maybe the second season. Oh, boy. While you're looking that up, I'll tell you a quick story. I want this, this Kevin Holland kid. He's the guy who mouthed off to Dana White, you know, whatever it was, and, and he wanted to be in the UFC, and someone needed a fight, a killer. You found the name? What's the name? Diego Sanchez. Oh, stupid. Yes, I saw that. Yep. So stupid. And Sanchez put up a good fight, and Sanchez is another one of those people that's kind of punch drunk now. Well, because he we won't stop. He won't call it quits when he has to. It happened to Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell. Ugh. After he fought uh, Rampage, he was never the same. Yeah, he was done. That knockout. Or, or Rashad. Was it Rashad or was it Evan? Uh, was it Rampage? Was it Rashad or was it Evan? I think it was Rashad. Yeah, I know. Right? Yes. <laughs> no, after, it was Rampage it that, was. Okay. that started him off. Oh, okay. And then once you, once you get hit like that, that's why I'm afraid to have, uh, for, um, for Usman, because when you get knocked out like that, then you get that sweet spot, and and then you're prone to knockouts, and you just see it. Yeah, you, you see it happen. That's what Khabib's saying. He's like, yeah. he's like, I'm nervous for him because you. Some people don't recover from those knockouts. You don't know until you've been knocked out, and he's never been knocked out like that. I mean, actually, nobody's been knocked out like that. He said he was out for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. He woke up in an ambulance saying, "How are you?" I'm like, "I'm good." It was crazy because he he was dominating that fight, dominating, and that just goes to show you that's all it takes. Well, because he, but he, but here's the thing: he practiced that. He pre- people said he got lucky. He did not get lucky. He Duck, set it up with into kicks. It, man, that was a great. That but, was a but, great. But it, it was setup. based on leg kicks. It was a great setup. He leg kick, leg kick, leg kick. Finally, it happened, and boom. The same thing happened with Dominic Cruz. The, oh Vera's man, team knew Cruz was going to do Against that. Cheeto. He's like, just throw the left hook. You, the left leg. You're going to catch him. I he was did. so happy for Dominic, man. I thought Me, he was going to pull it. So out. did I. But then Dominic, he's one of those fighters too now that. He's he's taken so many hits. I mean, didn't you think every time that Cheeto hit him, he was going to get knocked out? He almost yeah, did. Yeah, he did. And that, that's the that's. And I just kept saying, God, just keep surviving. Like if that was a three round fight, he he would have dominated. But it was five rounds, and and he got caught in the fourth round. Right. And it sucks because I wanted him to win. But the way he won, he they knew he was going to do that. Eventually, yeah, you're going to get did. him. And he did. And he ducked. And the it. same thing happened with Leon Edwards. Yep. They practiced it. They showed the practice. It was almost the same thing. Pretty much. Yeah. It pretty much was. And that's the thing. It, it, but does that mean that he'll always beat Usman? No. But now with Usman being knocked the F out like that, like he was oops. You could say it. I mean, this is a big boy podcast. A big boy podcasting here. But it's just, I, I apologize if anybody can hear my stomach growling because it's, I have my microphone down low and I can hear it in my headphones. So if you hear, if you're a weird noise, it's not thundering out. That's actually, it's actually, you, I, you listen to the show. I, I You might hear my stomach growling. Um, <laughs> I'll raise the microphone. You 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 don't know how it's going to happen. In Ed in Leon's made he, Leon's Leon made a good point about how it's weird that Usman's kind of like happy about it now. He's trying not to be honest. I guess he said that those the pressure was ridiculous. But the pressure is ridiculous. But are you really happy about it? No, you're not happy about getting knocked out like that. And, but and he's happy he's not champion, apparently. Well, no, I, see, that's the thing. I don't know because we've heard. I've heard other Look fighters at Rose. say that. Rose, Rose said it, and that, but she became champion again. But then she went and fought that idiotic fight against As- yeah, Asparaza. So stupid. Who sucks, by the way. Do I want to fight? Do I not want to fight? She's about know. ready to lose her title in her next match, anyway. But you can come back from it. But but Rose is a prime example because well, she's a nutcase, anyways. That's my stomach. That's the stomach. So you know, that, when we talk about Rose, take a listen. That, that, that is makes again. me hungry. That is again. God, I got to eat something. Um, 
Yes. <laughs> wow, that's brutal. Can you hear it? Yes. Good Lord. Um, I have to fire the grill up. Rose was relieved because the pressure of being champion, especially, and Usman had the pressure of, he was ready to break records and be in the conversation of the best welterweight ever, which is George St. Pierre's division. That's pressure. And no, I understand that. At least the pressure's off. But that's how you say it. You don't say, I'm happy because the pressure's off. You say, well, listen, it sucks, but at least now I can fight without that pressure on my back. He was Something like that. He was a minute away yeah. from tying um, Anderson Silva's record for most title offenses in a row. Anderson Silva's on the Mount Rushmore of, of fighters. So he sure GSP. is. And Guzman was ready to break both their, re- just obliterate these records until Leon Edwards says, nope. Not today. Now, I'm one of those people that wants to see him fight Masvidal, but he makes a good point. Why are you, going to, you ducked me. Why am I going to reward you? I'm the champ. Now you come looking for me. I just read that. I'm annoyed by, I used to love Masvidal, but I'm annoyed by him now. Gilbert Burns revealed that they both verbally agreed to fight each other. You know that. Okay, so that's good. So let's hope that happens. I'm I'd root, love to see that. I'm going to root for Gilbert Burns. <laughs> me too. I love Burns. I've gained so much respect for Burns after the, the Hamza fight. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Even absolutely. though I was glad that you know, that he lost. Sure. sure. Um, even though he, you know, the Burns name, I like to see do well. well. It, you're, you're carrying the legacy. I now. am carrying the legacy. You, so you I don't need him to do it. That's but, not... um, but yeah, I love, uh, you know, he's an exciting fighter. I like to watch him fight. Yeah. Um, so I would love to see those two go at it. And I bet you that they would have an agreement. Look, fuck it. Keep it on the feet, <laughs> man. Let's do it. But I do want to see uh, Rocky versus Rocky Edwards versus Masvidal at some point because I think you happen. don't go to his hometown Give him a three piece and a soda, and ex- and not expect retaliation. Like if he, if he beats you in a fight, fine. But at least you fought him. But you have to fight. You have to fight. Why it's been this long is beyond me. If I'm Dana White and the guys who are the powers that be, after that event, I say, you know what, you guys, and they were both coming off victories. So that whole loser can't fight a winner thing. Well, that's usually for a belt, but still, why they weren't locked up right then, I have no idea. That was the fight to make. I, I at this point I don't think that you reward Masvidal for with the title fight because his last two fights his performance has been abysmal. Yeah. Um, he's he still got, got court dates too. He got knocked out by Usman and then he got absolutely dominated by Covington yeah. and then uh, you know won the rematch in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, he, but you got to tell me a fighting first. This thing, the sucker punch ruins the whole oh, fight. Oh God, man. But yeah, his last three fights have been losses: two to Usman and Covington. And you can't get, you're not supposed, unless you're Conor McGregor, you cannot get a title fight after a loss. And he's after three losses. That's what Edward said. He goes, yeah, I want the fight, but I'm going to have to get it later because um, he doesn't wit- beat somebody. Then we can fight. But it, but of course he wants it. That's a famous thing. That that started the whole Askren, I mean, the whole Masvidal freight train, hype train. He, then he went and knocked out Askren in five seconds. And it's been the BMF. And he beat Diaz. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it was just the year of, of Jorge Masvidal. But I will absolutely root for Leon Edwards when he fights Masvidal. Me too. I like Leon Edwards. Absolutely will. Leon Edwards is a very technically sound fighter, and he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. And um, I didn't think I, – I thought that Edwards had a real legitimate chance to beat Usman – um, and for a little while in that fight, for most of the fight, except the first round when first he actually round, took, him down, yeah, took him down, um, I was like, 
wow, okay, Usman's just this good. And then when he got caught, I, I like everybody else, just kind of sat there with my mouth open like, oh, my God. What else can you say, yeah. But that's what's so awesome about watching these fights. You know, you watch the upsets. You see Ronda get knocked out by Holly. Um, you see uh, Pena uh, beat Amanda. You know, fights like that. And then you see, you know, Edwards knock out um, Usman after losing for almost the whole entire fight. And that's why you watch it. That's why uh, UFC, that's why mixed martial arts is so awesome because of that. The wow factor. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's so, why people will watch Diaz versus Ferguson. Because that's what you're going to see. Wow. It's, I, you know, I think it's going to go the distance, but you very well could see a knock, uh, a walk off. You could see a walk off. Sure. Sure, I wouldn't bet on it, but yeah, absolutely you could. Well, especially with Ferguson being KO'd by Chandler, he's coming off that vicious knockout. He's got the sweet spot, too, yeah. and you've seen it. Like, obviously, when he got his... I mean, he didn't get knocked out by, by Justin Gaethje, but he might as well have. Oh, I wish he had. Yeah. He would have saved years of his life Yeah, because he, he, he just kept, like I said, he, you know, he just kept coming and How coming. that fight wasn't stopped, that sounds like a yeah, bad porn, by the way. that was awful. What's that? It sounded like a bad porn, by the what, way. What, the coming and coming? He just kept coming and coming. And, and that's, Sometimes that happens, man. Well, hey, listen, that's, that's, it's, that's, it's that's awful. why they're megastars. Yeah, it's awful. But no, you just want... You, you, Chael Sonnen has this theory, and I know it sounds wacky, but if Ferguson's managers and, and corner adopted it, they would have saved years of his life. He says, Chael Sonnen says, the second you are losing or you cannot win the fight, got, barring the Hail Mary, throw in the towel. Like if you're in a, a three-round fight and you've lost the first two rounds and you're getting kind of beat up, don't even let him come off the stool for the third round. You save you save a, a beating and you weren't going to win anyways. But of course, we've seen Hail Mary's work and fighters don't want to be their guy that quits, so to speak. But are you quitting or are you saving your life? I know you're in the fight game and that's what I like about Dana White too, what he said about the whole thing when the incident happened with all those people. They're like, well, how much are these people going to be fighting? He's like, no, this is the fight business. This is what we do. It's our fault. We didn't have enough people for security. We didn't know they were going to bring 50. They were going to bring 30. We weren't prepared for that. So we will do better. But no, they, that's what these fighters do. Anyways, he says the second you cannot win, stop fighting. Well, we've seen it happen to so many of these these fighters. I mean, look at, like we just said, um, you know, it happened to Chuck Liddell. It happened to Rashad Evans, a yes. person who viciously knocked out Chuck Liddell. He got knocked out um, by uh, Mashida viciously, and he was never the same again. He actually, after that fight, he was someone who, you know, developed that, that button where wherever that button got pushed, uh, he was out. And he was very prone to the knockout. You know, it happened to Dominic Cruz after he took a beating um, to, uh, what is it, Sahuda. Um, you know, it's just these guys, it happens to them. Um, Cody Gambrandt. Woo, man, I don't think that guy can can go 30 seconds without getting knocked out now. Who was our, your your buddy there? We used to make jokes about him. DeSantos. Junior DeSantos. I, I, sit here. I could actually I, tell you the second he was going to get knocked out. We And we'd sit there and joke about it. We'd be like, any second now. And boom, it would happen. Yeah. No, because I learned, I, yeah, I actually, and I've done that more than once. I, that, that's, you. I, yeah, that's the only fighter I can do that to, but. And that guy was a, a, a world-class champion who, he you know, Kane. knocked out Kane Velasquez. Kane Velasquez, he beat. Sorry, you were on a roll. I just... No, I, <laughs> I gave the roll to you. 
and put butter on it because your stomach's growling. I'm starving. Apparently. I think it's I think it's time for burgers. <laughs> well, once again, please tell everybody where they can find your podcast, the platforms, or or what have you. We are on uh, the podcast is on all major uh, areas where you can get podcasts. You can catch us at Apple, uh, Spotify, iHeart, uh, TuneIn. Um, and I'll tell you right now, I I went back and listened to the to the the podcast that we did back in April, and since that podcast we are still not on pandora <laughs> and i don't think we ever will be and you i'm almost be. at the point now be. where i don't want to be you know what season fuck three pandora <laughs> fuck pandora season three you will be i promise pandora thinks that they are so much better than anyone else that i don't even freaking <laughs> care do. they really do <laughs> tell me i'm not my podcast isn't worthy of pandora <laughs> samuel l jackson Ugh. says my fucking name <laughs> So Help, if you if you let him speak for you, I'm sure you'll get this call. But seriously, it takes forever to get to Pandora. You will you will get it. I, I used to be in a, a, a podcast group because I was starting out and I wanted I wanted to just sponge it all up. And people were like, what's it take for Pandora? Every day, what, what is Pandora? They're like, dude, relax. It takes months. They're Pandora. They you need them more than they need you. Settle down. You're gonna get there. Just wait. But what if I call? What if you call? They won't answer. They're Pandora. Wait. It's it's you just wait. You one day you're gonna get that email, Larry, and you're gonna go, finally. And I'm gonna pull my podcast <laughs> I'm from pull it. it out. I'm done. Reject. <laughs> I'm just at this point, I'm just like, you're kidding me. But that's the ritual. It's they're hazing you. That's what it is. It's yeah. hazing. I, I I think it took me because I wrote about it on when I had my podcast page. I wrote, hey, finally, after six months or whatever it was. You only waited six months. I think so. I think I don't know if, I don't know the exact number, but it was. I'm over a year right now. Well, in all fairness, you were off the shelf for, for eight months. That's true. So you might have to, you might you might not make, that might not count. You might have to stop oh, over. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? Sorry, Pandora. Sorry, I don't, re- <laughs> I don't meet your criteria. That's right. <laughs> you will be on Pandora. I promise. <laughs> Piece of poo. All right, so you've so you're every on every platform. We're on every pl- major platform um, that you can find us at. Plus, uh, we have a page, a, uh, a the cheat sheet page, which um, I always put a link on there. So for the people that are lazy, and uh, you know, I actually had people going, "I can't find your podcast." I'm like, know, "Oh, really? Well, I put a fucking link on there." Really, just grandma. Click on it. <laughs> so just freaking click on the link and it'll take you right there. 2022. So, relax, yeah. You'll figure so, it out. Yeah. So then we do that also. Um, I also very strongly encourage you to read the the articles. Mike has articles on Tangling the Wire and Moneymakers and Heartbreakers, which uh, are very good articles if you are looking to win your fantasy football leagues. Um, and I also put those up on, on my page and on uh, Cheat Sheet page. And uh, yeah, man, check it out. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it if you're a, a big time fan of fantasy football. And you know, I know, you know, before I became an expert, jokingly, um, I used to, you know, be like, oh my god, I I wish I had, you know, a show that I can listen to that'll that'll help me make, you know, certain decisions when I'm putting in lineups. And boom, here you go, you have one. There you go. You f- you, f- you found a problem. 
And you solved it. You all solve it. You're like you're the vanilla ice dun, of dun, fantasy dun, football. Dun, dun, dun. You know we're not we're not like under pressure because under pressure. <laughs> it's not even close. Dun, 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 dun. Ours is dun, 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 dun. It's the best argument ever in the history of life. It oh really my is. god! And the funny close. thing was is how convinced he was that he was right. You, well, you can tell yourself enough. You, Freaking you maniac! So so the so cheat sheet. I wanted to say the cheat sheet podcast, but it's cheat sheet is on Facebook. It's on all the platforms, but as far as social media is on facebook i believe you're on instagram because I, I just like something earlier the today. only problem with instagram yeah. is you cannot click no you cannot you cannot go directly to uh the podcast from there because it won't let you do that uh but you can copy and paste the link but i know some people are sometimes are really you know, i don't want to copy and paste so so don't so but at least see you there and you it's know there. yeah yeah there. it's there it's oh hey like what the podcast is up i can watch yep. it and that's why i do it too because i'm like i know you can't copy and paste it but at least you, if you see the link that says spotify you know you can go to spotify if you really want we're to also it. on spotify yeah, see, i don't know if i mentioned that <laughs> either way we know you're on spotify are you do you have a twitter account I do. Um, do. My Twitter account is at lburn72, um, and I actually do sometimes have people, and I say this on the show, people send me questions uh, for lineup, you know, lineup questions that they have. I love answering lineup questions. So if you ever have, uh, you know, I know that our show mostly, our podcast mostly focuses on daily, but um, season long is my, that's my wheelhouse. That's where I started. If you ever have any you know, start sit questions that you have um, that you'd like to ask. Please drop me a line. I've had people in the off season, like do after their drafts. I've had people sending me their lineups um, in Messenger on Facebook. Hey, what do you think about this? You know, what what would you grade this lineup? And then I would be like, Oh, great! You know, this was, you know, the fact that you got, uh, you know, this guy in this guy is fantastic. What round did you pick this guy in? You know, this is a great value. You know, that sort of thing. So. Very always glad to answer questions. Always glad to help you with uh, with your lineups. And that was not my stomach. That was Larry's phone. Very good. Um, so you are on. You can ask questions on Twitter and Facebook, or, or yeah, even, you can, even Instagram, you can right? Answer, yeah. So you can ask questions. Ask questions wherever. Do, would you ever consider, if the interest was there, a live edition of your podcast so you can take calls? Uh, that would be interesting. But yeah, I mean, if if there was ever an interest there, uh, there would definitely be something that we would probably talk about. I don't want to speak on behalf of my co-host because I don't know how he would feel about it. But well, your name's first, so you can. But yeah, I would. Um, I would. I would definitely think about it. Yeah. Very good. So, if you like Larry's podcast and Mike's podcast, let them know that you'd be up for some live episodes. It doesn't have to be every week, but you could, you know, some big week you could decide and let everybody know. But let him know there's some interest, and maybe he'll do it. Right, this is our longest podcast I think we've done. I think uh, we've done under two hours each time. This is over two hours. Holy shit. Well, I spent- Yeah, Notre Dame just took the lead. Look at that. Thank you. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not surprised it to us, because it took me 40 minutes to talk about Dunkin' Donuts, but- Well, that was me. <laughs> I, I spent some time talking about something. That's I had sure. to defend myself, because you were saying that I was beating <laughs> up Boy Scouts, so- Well- I do not condone beating up children. <laughs> They're not children, the Boy Scouts. All right, Larry, thank you so much. Good luck on the on the podcast. I mean, Thanks for having me as usual. Listen let's, to let's, Cheat Sheet. Let's go eat.